0: Wouldn't it be great to finally solve the DACA puzzle? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Trump tweeted that, writing, This will be our last chance. As the Senate debates immigration, he has strings attached to protecting immigrants brought here illegally as kids. We want
1: really tremendous border security.
0: Fox's Rachel Sutherland, live in Washington.
2: Dave. Republican conditions to a deal include the end of the diversity lottery program and changes to family migration. GOP Senator Mike Rounds.
1: The nucleus of the family is still being available, but stop what the president has called chain migration.
2: Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says lawmakers are working hard to find a compromise that will secure 60 votes.
3: No easy task. It's like threading a needle.
2: Schumer says he prefers a more narrow bill, providing protections for illegal immigrants brought to the U.S.'s children. Republicans say the only bill that can pass is one based on the president's four-pillar plan.
0: Rachel, the president talked to Russia's leader again over the weekend, offering condolences to President Putin for Sunday's plane crash that left 71 people dead.
4: President Trump also stepping up the conversation about Kim Jong-un's nuclear ambitions, reiterating the importance of taking further steps to denuclearize North Korea. President Trump had complained last month that Moscow was not helping us at all with North Korea. The two men also talking about Israel and Middle East peace.
0: Fox's Jill Nado. Now, a Palestinian teenage girl, is on trial in an Israeli military court today for slapping and punching two Israeli soldiers. In a case drawing widespread attention over that prosecution, the judge ordered the proceedings behind closed doors. Her father shouted, stay strong. They're partying in New Orleans. It's Mardi Gras. There are parades and beads being thrown. Tens of thousands taking the streets, ending a two-week carnival season leading up to the Fat Tuesday celebration before Lent starts tomorrow for Christians, Ash Wednesday. Uh, Fox News, fair and balanced.
5: More than half of
0: their firefighters quit.
5: I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The city of South Tucson is in crisis. More than half of their firefighters have resigned because of safety concerns. Residents of South Tucson voiced their displeasure during a City Hall meeting yesterday. City leaders want firefighters to go against a national standard and start working in teams of three instead of four. The city manager says they don't have the money to pay for four-person teams. An Arizona man is under arrest thanks to facial recognition technology.
6: When 41-year-old Jose Casas tried to renew his commercial driver's license, the Arizona Department of Transportation system found his photo closely resembled two others in the ADOT database. Dot detectives say Casas had applied for his license using a stolen identity and had two other Arizona licenses under stolen identities. He's accused of using those stolen identities to open a business and buy a home. Casas is charged with several counts of forgery and fraud, as well as mortgage fraud.
5: That's Deborah Dale reporting. An Arizona lawmaker introduces a resolution to undo most of Proposition 206. The Citizen Initiative drove Arizona's minimum wage up from $8.05 to its current 10.50, and by 2020, it'll be $12 an hour. However, Republican State Senator Sylvia Allen has introduced a resolution that would ask voters to freeze the minimum wage at 10.50 and repeal the law that requires employers to provide paid sick leave. In addition, it would create a new law prohibiting municipalities from adopting a minimum wage higher than the states if the resolution passes both the House and Senate. The Secretary of State would put the question before voters in November. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
7: Today, we'll compare two of America's hottest tech products, Amazon's Echo using Alexa and Apple's new HomePod using Siri. Which is best? Kim Commander with your Tuesday Consumer Tech Update. Back in 2014, I was an early adopter of the Amazon Echo with Alexa as its digital assistant. Apple's new HomePod went on sale last week using Siri as its assistant so I put them in a side-by-side test. Both Siri and Alexa are capable, but Alexa clearly has the edge. If you want recipes and fast facts, go with Amazon's Echo. But if you're listening to music, nothing compares to Apple's HomePod. Yes, it's three times the cost of an Echo, but HomePod's sound is stunning. There are seven tweeters spaced evenly around, so it sounds great no matter where you stand. Amazon's Echo has just one. HomePod has a high-excursion subwoofer, meaning it can produce deep, clean, room-filling bass. The Echo has a subwoofer too, not as good. My advice, spend the extra money. Apple's HomePod wins. I'm Kim Commando. The world of home security is a noisy place. There are so many different systems, each claiming to be the best. Hidden in all the confusing chatter are long-term contracts, expensive monthly fees, and then they're simply safe. The security company with no long-term contract, no expensive fees, and no complex installation. This is why SimpliSafe is now the fastest-growing home security company in the country, protecting more than 2 million homes. And SimpliSafe is now even better with the all-new SimpliSafe system, with even more safeguards to protect against power outages, downed Wi-Fi, cut landlines, hammers, thugs, and everything in between. The all-new SimpliSafe is smaller, faster, and stronger than anything before, virtually invisible, with powerful sensors so small you hardly notice them. But the bad guys will, and you still get the same low and honest price. 24-7 24 7 professional protection for your home and family for just $15 a month. Go to simplysafekim.com right now to order your new system. That's simplysafekim.com, simplysafekim.com.
8: Hi, it's Tuesday. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, am 792 Sounds Most Stimulating Talk. So many things that I think that you need to know. There's just, it, I don't, you know, four hours. Is it even enough time? Yes, because that's what they pay me for. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what happens. <clears throat> uh, three things. We'll start with three. And they may change. You have to stay tuned. It depends on my mood, what I believe is more important. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. How about this? Republican Senator Chuck Grassley all of a sudden comes across this random email that former National Security Advisor to Obama, Susan Rice, sent herself. She sent it to herself. Inauguration Day, January 20th, last year, right? Your phone. January. She sends this email to herself. January 20th, inauguration day, Trump's being sworn in. She sent an email to herself. Recapping a January 5th meeting between her, Obama, Jim Comey, about Obama saying we got to do things by the book. It appears it's trying to CYA this whole spying on Trump thing. This is like the worst CYA ever. We'll get into that. She needs to answer some questions. Second thing I think you need to know. How about this? In the month of January, the federal government actually ran a surplus. They collected record taxes and spent less money than they collected. But that's not going to happen. I mean, this tax, what it's going to do is it's going it's to put more deficit. What? Is the economy picking up and people producing? And it, well, I mean, who knows? Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona voters, listen, you're, you're one of them. Unless you're listening on iHeart in like Wisconsin or Colorado or anywhere else. Michigan, New York, all over we're hitting all, I think we're, we're listening to in all 50 states. Alaska, people from Alaska listen to us because uh, either we're that good or everything else just sucks there anyway. Uh, people in Arizona, you may be uh, you may get a chance to vote again to reconsider the minimum wage law. Oh, it would still keep it where it is. It wouldn't go back to eight bucks an hour, but it just wouldn't spike up to 15. Uh, it passed one area of the of the state legislature. It's going to move on to the next. I think it should. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So, um, how about this? I mean, this is a this is this is insane, and this reminds me of like the worst attempt to ever get yourself an alibi from like a five year old. It's obvious that Obama and the gang and by the way, really before we even get into this, dude, James Comey, I remember this. He said he only met with Obama twice. And like one was something, you know, way back early in in his term as FBI director, and the other was like, All right, good job, I'm out of here. See you later. Was this a third time? Did he not remember that he was meeting with Obama about this? Oh, you misquoted himself. Yeah, exactly. Otis, my man, Smith. So Susan Rice apparently wrote an email on January 20th to herself documenting a January 5th meeting all last year in the Oval Office. Again, between, and there's more, by the way, between her, Obama, James Comey, former deputy attorney general and Trump hater Sally Yates. And it was about Russian interference in the 2016 election. Oh, Russia, 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 Russia. In the email that Chuck Grassley posted to his official Senate website, he posted he copied and pasted her email, and she wrote herself again on January twentieth, the le- as right before probably Trump was sworn in, so then before she was out of power herself, she wrote to herself again. This is Susan Benghazi Rice goes on all five Sunday shows and lies about why it happened. She wrote. President Obama began the conversation by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue is handled by the intelligence and law enforcement communities by the book, in quotes. The president stressed that he is not asking about, initiating, or instructing anything from a law enforcement perspective. He reiterated that our law enforcement team Needs to proceed as it normally would by the book. It's interesting how this email was found by Senator Grassley. Like, how did he just randomly come across it? Like, what? this comes out just a few days after last week when we found out that Peter Stroke and his lover, Lisa Page, were writing themselves emails. And they text. I mean, and they text each other. We have to uh, brief Comey. He's meeting with Ob. He's meeting with Obama. And POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. Remember that. And that was about the Russia thing. But the whole Russia thing is all about the dossier. It was written by a bunch of Russians that were paid by the Chris Steele guy, who was paid by Fusion GPS, who was paid by Hillary and the DNC.
9: Can I go on a limb here and say that maybe the DNC gave Chris Steele everything to put into the dossier? You mean Hillary too? Yeah. Of course. We went over that last week.
10: Oh, yeah.
8: Hillary's friends. There was another memo Graham and uh, uh, Grassley came up with where they said Hillary's peeps, Sidney Blumenthal, and another one it looks like were given uh, other peeps at the State Department inside info who were then passing that along to this Steele guy. But let's let's concentrate on this, though. (laughs) She's writing an e all of a sudden this comes out. She's writing an email. Like they must have really just figured out, uh uh-oh, somebody knows. Or just in case somebody does know, let's just recap the meeting and say, I want everything by the book. Like this, to me, again, this is this is like a child trying to come up with a reason why they got caught taking cookies from the cookie jar. I mean, doesn't it appear that way? I swear, Obama said, let's do everything by the book. I don't want to get involved in anything with intelligence. You guys handle it, blah, 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 by the book. It is the, it is just, it's childish. What adult would actually believe this? Is it just me? Ryan, is it, do, you, do you see what I'm saying, or is it, is it just me? I No, it's not just you. Like, you see and, how, and how see ridiculous how, yes. this is. Yes, yes. That's
9: like after the fact. Uh, this is yeah. probably not a good thing to be doing. Let's just do this exactly. and
8: hope it works. Like with my wife asks me if, like, she leaves, she's like, can you just put the stuff from the washer to the dryer? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then she gets home, and I totally forgot. And I'm trying to think of some kind of a reason why I forgot to put the stuff from the washer to the dryer. Oh, rush, rush! You know, rush has rush limdog. Yes, know, he, yeah. It's uh, he, stuff. stuff, things, and you know you're gonna get nailed. This is like. This is the ultimate COI. This is just insulting to anybody's intelligence. And at the same time, it's hilarious. Well,
9: I think maybe the fact of the lack of effort put into it <laughs> yeah. is what's so insulting.
8: Like, she put some real effort yeah, into it. Like, this is the best you can do? Again, where's Comey? Bring him under oath. How many times did he meet with Obama? What's going on? Oh, I dude, the rats are scurrying. They are scurrying. This is, this is awesome is what really, I mean, let's face it, it's... It's good. 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight, And it's not just me that thinks this, by the way. When I saw this come out last night, I was like, wait, what? And then I saw a clip. Let's play uh, Andrew Napolitano. Judge Napolitano, number eight. Number eight. Uh, he was on Martha McCallum's show last night on Fox, and he pretty much said the same thing. I mean, it's it's just it's just dumb. Here we go. Listen to this. They must have
3: learned something in the waning minutes of the Obama administration, which made them worry that what we now know they were doing would be discovered. So in an effort to reconstruct history, she writes herself a memo. By the way, dear Susan Rice, don't forget that Barack Obama said, I want this done by the book, and he said it back in January
9: 5th. Nobody would believe this. Mm, mm, mm. This is like those things you used to do in, like, in fourth grade. Dear future me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> how are you doing today
8: time capsule don't talk about the memo that we didn't talk about today exactly don't talk about the secret meeting of things and stuff and dude it's all right there and then so then Grassley put a list of 12 questions that I think I th- I want to say she has to like February 22nd to actually answer them but it seems like these people will never do it and like nothing ever happens right yeah. Oh, oh yeah February 22nd. So Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley sent Susan Rice a list of questions. She must answer the committee by February 22nd, which is nine days from now. Did you send the email attached to this letter to yourself? Do you have any reason to dispute the timestamp of the email? Because literally, Inauguration Day. Inauguration Day. Dude, this is... I don't know, whatever. It's...
9: you see, what it's had just happened the, was uh, it's just I forgot. Co- yeah,
8: <laughs> I misquoted myself from myself and myself. I was driving home. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. going to write it, but mm-hmm. I saw Ben's
9: chili bowl and I stopped in and I mm-hmm. forgot. Yep. Nope.
8: Dude, it's uh, it's, it's just obvious.
9: You know, I, I'm going to say what I think everybody wants to have happen. I want somebody to go to jail.
8: Yes, I want perp walk a lot. A, I want lot cuffs. These all these people were illegally. It's obvious they were illegally spying on Trump and his peeps. Yeah they were trying to do this to get dirt cuz i think they realized hillary is an awful candidate we know this she's terrible the only chance she has to win is to try to like hope that we catch donald trump like suffocating a puppy or something like that and i don't know that i wouldn't vote for him for that Jeez. so anyway you know i love dogs i probably still would have voted for trump anyway so you do all that let's let's try to get him to say something and then you know what do you think they realized by the way after the tape came the billy bush tape came out where he said he can grab chicks by the <clears throat> oh he th- oh he's done and, and then what do you think they were thinking after it came out and it did nothing to him? They're like, oh, man. What's oh, wrong with America? Oh, no. We need to fix this. Oh, my God. This guy, if, not, if this can't take this guy down, nothing is going to take this down, right? This guy down. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty insane. Now, I want to know when and how. Again, what are the odds that they discover this email Right after it comes out, the text, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing about the, the Hillary investigation, the Rush, all this stuff. Everything we're doing. Everything we're doing to try to sabotage Trump because we have our mission. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, they are. Exactly. Thank you. I like that. Uh, you, can, you can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, Mike Zinkin, former town councilman. I'm glad he's not a councilman anymore. He can freely speak. Oral Valley's up to some more shenanigans. Look, they're going to have elections. And uh, every single one of them that's up for election, the council, the mayor, Satish. And by the way, Satish, I know he listens. He's more than welcome to come on the show to talk about this stuff. Uh, but he never does, which is very telling, isn't it? Very telling. Anyway, Zinkin's going to be in studio at 710 because um, there's more major losses, not even with the golf course, but something else that the, the town bought. And they're shifting tax money around to pay for this, which is, again, shady. So that's coming up. Uh, Katie Couric. You hear the flub that she did? Fake news on NBC again about the Olympics. She insulted an entire country. What an idiot. Uh, you'll hear what she said coming back. KNSTAM792 sounds most stimulating talk.
5: The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis.
8: So get this. Bob Zach Meyer, my guy, leads the win three team at EXP Realty. Um, had a meeting with them, and this is what Bob does. Buyers that deal with Bob get homes nobody will let them have. Banks, if they don't fit the box, hey, Bob has very creative ways to get these people financed, to help get them financed. He can show them how it's done. Sellers, you sell in a home. Sellers are getting more money and selling more quickly when it comes to Bobby Z and his Win 3 team at eXp Realty. Retirees, they're involved. People with money, they're involved because they fund the deals. And their money makes, eh, you know, somewhere around 35 more times than they would get at a bank. So you have buyers and sellers and investors all winning. And if that's something that is interesting to you, because maybe you're a buyer, a seller, you have extra money and you're thinking about what can I do? Can I own real estate? You got to call Bob at 314 Sold. And if you're an agent and you're sick and tired of where you're working, it's like you're, you know, you're frustrated. Listen, call Bob at 314 Sold. He trains agents all over the country and he is willing to train you. He is willing to train you. Bob Zachmeyer leads the Win 3 team at EXP Realty. Help my wife and me buy our home. Call him at 314 sold. Hawk.
1: Let's go. Hi,
8: right, thank you. 630, 71 for the high. We're at 49 right now. Going to be apparently in the 60s for the rest of this week. Uh, maybe 70 Sunday. Maybe. Showers, chance of showers, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's pretty cool. Thursday, the greatest chance. Uh, don't forget your chance at a with uh, the last, the final. I mean, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Cheek-to-cheek aesthetics gift certificate. What? It, this one's a $100 one for the, one? Stra- the, the strawberries and chocolate facial. Yes. Don't even ask me how or why. All in my mind, I just figure I just need them like throwing chocolate on someone's face and then taking a the strawberry and then eating it. I just, like, the wiping right on their face. I'm really good. Right over the eyes. Yeah, though. exactly. <laughs> but apparently, no, it's something really good, obviously. My wife went there. I had a phenomenal time. Uh, this is and if you don't win it just go there and buy a gift certificate. you're welcome your wife will love you. you're gonna be like, Garrett, yeah, you really helped me that I, I, I too much information um let's play Katie Kirk did you now i didn't, I didn't see this i I've really watched like maybe a minute of the Olympics only because my wife puts it on. I know this she she gets into this crap you know oh look at the snowboarding Look how high the flips and I'm like, okay whatever Is really? this <laughs> somebody gonna get body checked is there somebody gonna shoot shoot on goal? What's gonna happen here? Is there a power play? So I just, That's whatever, true. I just, I just don't care. I, you know, and I've told her. I don't have the heart to tell her anymore. You watch what you want. That way I can watch my Islanders marriage. Anyway, putting ceremonies, the genius Katie Couric, glass reader, you got to love this chick. Again, she got busted a couple of years ago editing um a group of people that she interviewed about gun control to make them look like they're stupid. And, bad, and she got caught. She's an idiot. And then this dope gets on there and apparently says, People in the Netherlands are great at speed skating. Why? Well listen, listen to this. This is from the opening ceremonies. Go ahead.
2: Next is the Netherlands. It's probably not a news flash to tell you. The Dutch are really, really good at speed skating. All but five of the 110 medals they won have been on the speed skating oval. Now, why are they so good, you may be asking yourselves? Because skating is an important mode of transportation in a city like Amsterdam, which sits at sea level. As you all know, it has lots of canals that can freeze in the winter. So for as long as those canals have existed, the Dutch have skated on them to get from place to place, to race race each other, and also to have fun.
8: Wow. Now, let's be honest. She has no idea what she's saying. Some producer wrote that. She's just a dope that actually says, this is why I couldn't do TV, because those TV people are dependent on producers to tell them everything to say. So when something goes bad... They look like the idiots. You could tell she's reading. She doesn't just know that off the top of her head. You really think that Katie Kirk did that kind of research right there? They have to have, like, a fact for every single freaking country that walks through that boring opening ceremonies thing, right? Um, All I can think of is, I don't speak freaky-deaky Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> well, some Dutch guy tweeted, you just can't make this up. By the way, he, he wrote, I'll tell you in a second. He goes, NBC opening ceremony coverage. Katie Kirk talks about why the Netherlands is so good at speed skating, as speed skating as they enter the stadium. And this is why folks and this folks is why Americans are less bright about the rest of the world as they spread fake news. This is why so not only Trump, this guy from the Netherlands is calling our media fake news. Uh yeah, it doesn't really happen that way. Somebody wrote, the Dutch do not skate to work. Skating on clogs is too hard, even for us. Somebody else wrote <clears throat> Um, we haven't had frozen canals in decades. A CNN deputy media editor, same name An Fong wrote everyone on Twitter. wants Katie Kirk to shut up, <laughs> one person wrote a few of us skate to work. The five days we have ice on average, the other 360 days per year. We stay at home or sometimes use bikes or cars or trains to get to work. They speed, oh, they skate to work. Right, 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 Genius. Genius. They brought back Katie Couric, who doesn't even work there to go do this. They left Megyn Kelly, the overpaid, highly hated person at home. Megyn Kelly actually works. They left her at home because people hate her so much. And Katie Couric doesn't even work there. She hasn't worked for NBC since 2004. Uh, Gone. She's Gone. What a mess! I love it. Six thirty-five, yeah. Fake news, fake news. <laughs> I want to play this so bad. You know she's total Ron Burgundy, yes. and I think uh, San Diego got its name because it's Dutch for whale's vagina. Remember that? I can say that. Six thirty-five. We'll continue uh, <laughs> in about five minutes. This is so this is so good. It's so good. Ah, uh, yes. Speaking of stupid news, Trump's budget calls for um, cutting things that need to be cut. Wait till you hear this. This is awesome. And CNN's getting ready to fire a bunch of people. We'll get to that coming up. Here's Fox.
5: Kids could have to change their high school. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. It's a proposal that could change the Tucson Union School District high school your kid attends The district is dealing with overcrowding at a few high schools. To alleviate the problem, the district superintendent is considering changing the district's boundary lines and will offer his proposal at today's governing board meeting. Board members may vote to move forward on the plan. The superintendent is also proposing a timeline of public hearings in April and May, then a final vote by the board in June. Republican State Representative Todd Clodfelter has introduced a ballot referendum that would ask Arizona voters whether they want to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Clodfelter says he believes marijuana legalization is an eventuality in Arizona.
11: I'm convinced that within the next two to three years, if we don't manage it from the legislative body, it will be here in a public initiative and our hands will be tied for any any changes that may need to be made
5: he says as a legislature lawmakers must decide if they want recreational marijuana imposed through a potentially poorly crafted initiative or do they want to help write the law where they can fully vet each measure and are you ready for some baseball diamondbacks pitchers and catchers report for spring training camp today in scottsdale the first workout is tomorrow Position players must report by Sunday with the first full squad workout next Monday. I'm Greg Paul, KNST, AM 790, Tucsons. Most stimulating talk.
8: dot org. Oh, Granite Planet. Get that great kitchen that you've wanted. Uh, the economy's getting better. You're feeling more confident. You can put some money back into your home. You love your home, but the kitchen, you're like, oh man, you watch TV. You think, why can't I have those sweet cabinets right there? You know, the now that the trend is, uh the style is is the the Colored cabinets. You know, you have one, you know, that are light blue, green, whatever it is. Different color cabinets. You can get that at Granite Planet. It is a one stop shop, family owned kitchen and bath design center. Go visit their showroom in their granite yard today. It's on First Avenue near Glen. Call them at 747 1008. Not only do they have granite on the premises, they have a granite yard. A lot of places in town do not have that. You can't go pick your slab. They have quartz inside, they have marble slabs as well. And again, they have everything you need for your kitchen and your bathroom right there on the premises. The owner is a general contractor. He and his crew, three, four guys, do all the work. No shady subcontractors. No random strangers or yahoos coming into your home. They get the job done. Granite Planet, you can make your kitchen great. Again, see some of the work they've done. Go to graniteplanetaz.com. Graniteplanetaz.com. It is beautiful, the things they've done in kitchens and bathrooms, and it can be yours. So much more affordable than you think and phenomenal service. 747-1008, GranitePlanetAZ.com. Talk. You know, I was just thinking. What? Is that a
9: chocolate facial? Is that dark chocolate or milk chocolate? I don't know. Because either way, I mean, I might have to go Hannibal Lecter on somebody's yeah, face.
6: Yeah,
8: yeah, what so you good. win when you win the gift certificate cheek to cheek is Ryan licking the chocolate off yeah, your face. That's yeah. the face. There it is Hold right still. there. Hold still. Oh, yeah. They say dark chocolate. I'm a fan of that. That's actually more antioxidants in it. It's, I just, I look at That's up, what the I tell myself. Dark, dark chocolate's good for you. It's better for you. Yes. Just eat more of it. Yes. Do you haven't I onion? don't get it. Oh my God. People are actually getting the chocolate. Yeah, oh my God. It, that's it. real. That's why I'm not a. Look how delicious that looks. It's like pudding. Why waste it on a face when it can go on other things? Like in my mouth? Okay. I'm just hungry. Three things I think you need to know. You're always hungry. Number one, <clears throat> uh, apparently. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley came across an email. What are the? What's the timing of Susan Rice writing a CYA email to herself on inauguration day when Trump was getting put into office about a January fifth, 2017 meeting in the Oval Office between her, Obama, Comey, Sally Yates, where she claims in the email Obama stressed we need to do everything about the Russia investigation. Buy the book and let intelligence sources and, and intelligence agencies handle it and law enforcement handle it. And stress he, he's stressed, do everything by the book. This way we write this email, nobody will suspect anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Second thing. I think, I'll think i put, by the way, I'll put that uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is a big deal too, uh, the federal government actually ran a surplus in January. They collected record taxes and spent less than they collected. What a concept! Third thing, I think you need to know, Arizona voters, that's you. You may be asked to reconsider the minimum wage law, which is phenomenal. Get rid of that thing. They wouldn't roll it back to eight bucks an hour; they'd keep it at ten, but there would be no jump to fifteen, and the, the whole mandatory three days sick time, all that other stuff, gone, gone. Uh, three things I think you need to know. All right, so. We have, um, there's more information coming out of what the the big giant budget Trump introduced and probably the odds of him getting his budget passed is like slim to none, let's just say. But still, he called, I love this, he wants to cut federal funding for NPR and PBS and it's about damn time. There is, I, I just don't understand why, there is no reason to have these, these stations, radio or TV, there's no reason for them to be there. No reason. All it is is propaganda and a state-run TV. We have nine thousand TV stations. Uh, what? What is it? Fifteen thousand radio stations. You have the internet. You have all these different options to get information. Taxpayers do not need to fund another one. You want to make Elmo cry? He's not even on there anymore. He's on HBO. I thought. I thought HBO took over Sesame Street. I could have sworn. Oh, I could be wrong. I don't care, but well, then maybe, get rid of it. maybe some of it is still on PBS, but I think HBO is the one that did it because they're like, we can make money with this thing, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Capitalism um, strikes again. Now, the Trump budget doesn't actually say that the NPR and PBS slant left. He just says, money's just not necessary. It's just not necessary. Uh, It says here, you got to love this. Now, The state-run media, which is PBS and NPR, put out a statement about the budget. The elimination of federal funding to CPB would at first devastate and then ultimately destroy public media's ability to provide early childhood content, life-saving emergency alerts, and public affairs programs. I can get childhood content in a whole bunch of different places. My kid doesn't watch Sesame Street. He knows Elmo because of the marketing they do. But he doesn't really care. I think he's watched Sesame Street once, maybe. My five-year-old? Enough. Cool. Get rid of it. Get it. You know what? If people want to donate to keep it afloat, go ahead. Get your little tote bag with your little beach towel and go do it. But this is a bunch of crap. I've always been against it. This literally makes no sense. So uh, forget them. I'm done with them. Uh, now this. This is something that's really let's, let's uh let's shift a little bit. This is now making its way around the internet. Diane Feinstein. It's so funny to see how people change their minds on things, politicians, because they just want to get votes. I mean, we played in the past. We had you know we have the Chuck Schumer stuff too that we did. Was it last week? Yes where Chuck Schumer back in even as early as nine years ago, was against illegal immigration. Um, wanted border security. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of years later, they realize we can't win any elections unless we get new voters because our policies stink. We have to offer something free. I mean, our policies stink so badly that we have to offer f- uh, free stuff to people that need it. And, and the only people that will need it right now are people that are just coming here that have nothing and no way to get themselves really much because they just don't have the education level or the know-how and they're new to the country. Now I want you it might have been we just did it in adobe. Anyway, I want you to hear Diane Feinstein from 1993. And then we'll get to CNN also, but I just want to hear this. You want you to hear this. Diane Feinstein 1993 Border Hawk. If she were around today she'd be a racist Republican or something. Listen to her talk to the media about NAFTA and what's needed in Mexico. Here we go.
4: When you come to these two borders, you have to remember a couple of things. In Mexico, there is no welfare. There is no AFDC. There is no SSI. There is no Medicaid. There is no Social Security. There is no Medicare. And there's a 58-cent-an-hour minimum wage. Mexico does nothing to enforce its border. It is my view if we are going to have a North American free trade agreement that Mexico must do its share because the day when America could be the welfare system for Mexico is gone we simply can't afford it and I think you've seen the figures to state and local governments of what the cost is it's over two billion dollars in California alone, and what? I have those figures. If you want them in specific, uh, in my purse.
8: Pause it in her purse, right next to the hot sauce. So yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So 25 years ago, she was upset at the cost illegal aliens were having on people in California. My, how that has changed. They are being overrun by people. They are a sanctuary state. They are broker than broke. What's changed? What's changed? See, back in 93, Democrats were much more mainstream in their views. And they had voters. And they could connect with them. Now they've gone so off the rails, they realize there's no way we can go back. And it's crazy. They really could. But the people that shout the loudest at them are... Well, well, they're they're the crazies, and they're like afraid of the small amount that are the crazies. They're shouting at them. There's nothing that she's saying that's wrong right here, but if if Trump were to say that today, or or Tom Cotton or somebody like that, they'd be considered the worst people ever. And this just literally makes sense. Uh, let's continue. Would it be better though, yeah. it,
9: or, would, or would it be more acceptable if like uh, Marco Rubio said it? Somebody who has some uh, Hispanic. He wouldn't.
8: I know he wouldn't. I know. You mean a Hispanic player? Eh, No, no matter what, it would be bad. They wouldn't accept it. It'd be racist. Here we go.
4: Uh, And that's why the issue is now joined with two million illegal immigrants. It's it's a competition for space. Whether the space is a job, the space is a home, a place in a classroom, it becomes a competition for space. Wow. This is a country that's based on immigration.
8: And we all know
4: that. And yet, at times, you become so overtaxed, you have to wow. concentrate on saying, the people who should be here are those who come legally at this time. Wow. And we've got to, for the time being, enforce our borders.
8: I like it. For the time being, we have to enforce our borders. Just for the time being. and she, Everything she's saying, you know, the classes are over, overloaded. Um, homes, jobs, competition, space, everything she said was right there. Incredible stuff, isn't it? Incredible stuff. 651 on KNST AM 790. My wife, like, lost her mind yesterday because she was hearing about the stories about how the media was propping up Kim Jong-un's dictator sister, the propaganda chief lady, whatever the hell her job title is. And I told her about that. I said, yeah, the media's like, oh, she's glowing. She's the Ivanka. She's this. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And my wife's like, what can I do? And I'm like, w- w- what do you mean? What she was getting mad. What can I do against? Like, what can we do against CNN? Like, I've had it. I've had it. And I'm like, well, the free market speaks. And I mean, she was like getting like all fired. I mean, I'm like, oh, okay. You missed your chance. You
9: can get in the kitchen and
8: make me a sandwich. Oh no, that would make things perfect. She would have knifed me. (laughs) So, so I'm like. Uh, the free market speaks. You just don't want no, I want to do more than that. Like, what can I do besides not watching? I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to watch and then call the advertisers and tell them that you're never going to watch? Yeah, I'm willing to do that now. And I'm like, really?
9: That's the line.
8: Yeah. And on top of that, I'm like, out of all the things that we're exhausted, we're so tired. We can't really have time for a lot. The six-month-old is kicking our butt. You want to spend the time to write down the commercial advertisers on CNN and then call them. And you don't want to be a better cook. But I have an example of the free market making its way. You got to hear this. CNN is going down bigly. It's coming up. KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. The
5: Morning Ritual with Garrett
8: Lewis. Anatomy Homes. Quick move-in homes. You want a brand new home, but you don't want to spend the time, the time that it takes to build a home to pick out all the things, the doorknobs, the, uh, the fixtures, the countertop, the floor... I get. Listen, I built a home. It's it's great. It's fun. It's it's just very time consuming. If you don't want to spend that time, if you don't have the time to spend, Madammy Homes up in the Dove Mountain area, and it's gorgeous up there. You take Dove Mountain Boulevard all the way up past the the Ritz, and you just go all the way almost to the mountain. I mean, it is phenomenal views out there. They have about thirty quick move-in homes. You could pop on in there, pick out the one that you want, and you're in just like that. Usually, it takes. Only about 30 days start to finish to get into that brand new home that nobody is all, nobody else has used. Mattamy could do that. They're going to be involved in the Parade of Homes again this weekend. I think you should go check them out. By the way, the homes start in the mid twos up in Mattamy. Uh Two bedrooms all the way up through five. You can have five bedroom homes built. Uh, entertainers' dreams. The bathrooms are fantastic. I was at the Sycamore Model on Saturday. It, it's just the shower. I love the shower. Big, giant tile shower. With no, like, solid door, just the half door. It's so cool. It is so cool. Mattamy Homes. Matamyhomes.com. M-A-T-T-A-M-Y. Mattamyhomes.com slash Tucson. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, hey, the free market is is working. Now, if, who owns a Time or AOL, whatever it is now? Whoever, AT&T, whoever owns them, if they want to keep them going the same way, good luck. Mike Zinkin on shadiness going on more crazy taxes in Oro Valley. It's
0: a debate in search of a compromise. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News.
3: Democrats are fully committed to protecting dreamers, and we have long supported effective border security.
0: But Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer says now is not the time to reform the legal immigration system. It's going to be the president's framework bill for nothing. Republican Senator Tom Cotton pushing the president Trump's plan, a path to citizenship for nearly two million immigrants brought here illegally as kids in exchange for border wall funding an end the visa lottery and chain migration. Fox's John Deckers live at the White House. The president writing on Twitter negotiations on DACA have begun. This will be our last chance. There will never be another opportunity. Opportunity. Also writing, our infrastructure plan has been put forward and has received great reviews by everyone except, of course, the Democrats, the president touting his plan yesterday.
1: The framework will generate an unprecedented $1.5 to $1.7 trillion investment in American infrastructure. Coming
0: up with the $200 billion in federal funding won't be easy. Democrats are unlikely to go along with cuts that would offset the cost of the president's plan. John, the FBI and CIA directors are about to testify at the Senate Intelligence Committee at an annual hearing detailing our biggest national security threats. Russia and its meddling expected to be a big topic. Two days after a Russian plane crash killing all 71 people on board, investigators studying the black box flight data speculate it might have been pilot error. North Korea keeps basking in the glow of its Olympic
12: spotlight.
8: North Korean state TV broadcasting pictures of leader Kim Jong-un smiling broadly as he met with the senior officials, including his younger sister, who spent the weekend here in South Korea on a rare visit built around the Olympics. The North Korean broadcast saying Kim Jong-un thanked the South for its sincere efforts and said the North and South should continue talking. In Seoul, Simon in Fox News. The U.S. won a third gold medal today at the Winter
0: Olympics. Fox News, fair and balanced.
8: One o two. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. More shadiness up in Oro Valley. The golf course, of course, a gigantic money loser, but something else is a big money loser, too. Something we were told is going to be turnkey and easy, but now they're using different taxes to cover the losses of the community rec center. We'll get to that and more insanity from their lying with Mike Zinkin. He joins me at 5. More than half of their firefighters quit. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News.
5: The city of South Tucson is in crisis. More than half of their firefighters have resigned because of safety concerns. Residents of South Tucson voiced their displeasure during a city hall meeting yesterday. City leaders want firefighters to go against a national standard and start working in teams of three instead of four. The city manager says they don't have the money to pay for four-person teams. An Arizona man is under arrest thanks to facial recognition technology.
6: When 41-year-old Jose Casas tried to renew his commercial driver's license, the Arizona Department of Transportation system found his photo closely resembled two others in the ADOT database. ADOT detectives say Casas had applied for his license using a stolen identity and had two other Arizona licenses under stolen identities. He's accused of using those stolen identities to open a business and buy a home. Casas is charged with several counts of forgery and fraud, as well as mortgage fraud.
5: That's Deborah Dale reporting. An Arizona lawmaker introduces a resolution to undo most of Proposition 206. The Citizen Initiative drove Arizona's minimum wage up from $8.05 to its current 10.50, and by 2020, it'll be $12 an hour. However, Republican State Senator Sylvia Allen has introduced a resolution that would ask voters to freeze the minimum wage at 10.50 and repeal the law that requires employers to provide paid sick leave. In addition, it would create a new law prohibiting municipalities from adopting a minimum wage higher than the state's, If the resolution passes both the House and Senate, the Secretary of State would put the question before voters in November. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790,
8: Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. All right, let's do it. at 7.07. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Today's Fat Tuesday, right? I am shocked that snowflakes haven't complained about the name Fat Tuesday. Oh, it's fat every day for me. That's okay. You embrace it. You know, Fat Tuesday is got to make people that are fat feel bad about getting up and doing things on Tuesday. I mean, at some point, people are going to lose their mind. You can't. You know, what? We we need to call it like something more appropriate, like larger Tuesday or just like... Chubby. Big Fun Tuesday or something dumb like that because people are weak. Anyway, there are three things. That, this is why you listen to this show, these random tangents. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, this is like the ultimate CYA fail I've ever seen in my life. Remember last week, Peter Stroke, the uh, FBI agent is his lover, Lisa Page, the FBI lawyer. Uh, more texts were uncovered, and, and one of the texts was, uh, we're, we're. I got a brief Comey. He's meeting uh, with Obama, and POTUS wants to know everything we're doing, and it was about the Russia situation and, uh, and the Russian investigation it, that came out last week. And all of a sudden, to yesterday, actually, Chuck Grassley, Republican senator, finds this email from Susan Rice where she wrote an email to herself on inauguration day last year to recap, right before she left her job, to recap a January fifth. 2017 meeting, so 15 days before that, a meeting in the Oval Office between her, Obama, Comey, Sally Yates, and she recapped it saying, Obama stressed the entire time we got to do everything for Russia investigation by the book, by the book, and I'm not going to get in the way of intelligence agencies and law law enforcement, they're going to do their thing, we got to make sure we do everything by the book, and she just stressed it. It's like insulting our intelligence that all of a sudden this email just pops up And they did that afterwards like they knew they were going to get caught. They knew where they were going to get caught. It's just so dumb. It's like it's worse than what children would do. Why do you do your homework? Well, you know, I just with things and blah, blah, blah. Okay, right. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that the government actually ran a surplus in January. They spent less than what they took in. What a what a concept that actually happened. Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona voters may get a chance to. revisit the minimum wage uh hike uh you can't get rid of it you keep it at 10 bucks an hour but you can vote on it they passed at least one initial an mem- initial step in the state Senate uh but basically you would keep the 10 bucks an hour but you it wouldn't spike up to 15 and this whole three days of mandatory sick time blah 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 all be gone if it gets the chance for voters to vote on it and and I hope they do because as we can see the government is not they shouldn't set wages when companies get more of their money back, all of a sudden they start to share it with employees, at least some of them. Wages, benefits, you name it. So we'll see. Three things I think you need to know. Oro Valley is up to no good again. But they always seem to be up to no good. Former town councilman Mike Zinken, the most hated man besides me, uh, the most hated man by the Oro Valley Town Council and Mayor Satish Hiramath. And again, by the way, Satish, I know he's listening. You're more than welcome to chime on in and let us know how we're wrong. Like, If all of a sudden we were putting out fake news, Mike, right? If you were the mayor and you get this loud mouth on the radio and I'm saying these things, putting out facts and numbers about how the mayor is lying and the council is lying and what they're doing is losing money and they're lying to the people. And if you are the mayor... Would you not call up and be like, you know what, you're saying incorrect things. Give me a chance to correct. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. That's it's just very telling, right? Yeah. It's very telling. Yeah. So uh let's let's just start with this. And again, Mike Zinken, former Oro Valley Town Councilman, who is hacking up a lung, <laughs> claiming he's not gonna get Ryan and me sick, we will hunt you down and we will do something. <laughs> we will just shove rub right down. Anyway, um so you got something and I don't want to get wonky because people don't like wonky and stuff like that but there's something called the uh, what is it quarterly CIP status report. Right. Right. Right? Um what what exactly is that? CIP is uh,
13: capital improvement
8: program. Ah, okay. okay. So you have that, right? For every
13: every year in the budget they have a capital improvement program and all the things they're going to do during that fiscal to fix, year. Right. Yeah. You know, road improvements, yeah. uh turns you know, lights light, uh light signals like the one they're putting in front of the community center as we speak right now, which has absolutely no justification. So uh, I looked at the uh, quarterly report, which is something I I can guarantee you they're not looking at. Or they are, and they're ignoring it. uh, Yeah, it's so difficult to read. So anyway, uh, the quarter that ended September 30th, okay? Yeah. It says for community center, it says tennis courts improvements. They were budgeted for $75,000, and they did it. And it says, complete. Invoices are being processed. So you think that would be end of story. So then I get off the website. The Oro Valley Town website. Right. The quarterly CIP status report for the quarter ending December 31st. Yep. Which is three months later. Once again, tennis court improvements. Okay. Once again, $75,000. However, it actually cost them $96,323. Whoops. Right. So where'd the money come from? And it says, complete budget overage will be covered by bed tax revenues. So wasn't... Now, this whole thing was supposed to be covered by half-cent sales, sales tax, tax yeah, right? Yeah, for
8: the golf and the tennis courts. supposed golf, to be everything. everything. The
13: community center, golf, tennis, everything. Mm-hmm. That's covered, what It's Covered by the half-cent sales tax yeah. with the infusion of $1.2 million from the general fund to kick off the fund, mm-hmm. right? Well, now they're using about $60,000 worth the bed tax revenues to cover now, that's pretty, that's hidden. You got you to gotta, you gotta dig that. I can guarantee you they that. don't know that.
8: And again, to say, we, we, you were here, what, a couple weeks ago, and yeah. we said that, what, for the first five months of the fiscal year, the golf course itself has lost over a million dollars. Oh, yeah. It was like 1.1 1. Yeah. 1 million, yeah. right? That, that
13: community. Started, but I think it's
8: like, so, so you have that. So it lost money. Now you have this losing money. I mean, again, they have to shift money from the bed tax revenue. Which, what is that going to the general fund for the the town for the most part?
13: Well, bed tax revenue. I think the state law says you got to use a certain percentage of bed tax revenues for economic development. Okay. Okay. That's seven. We have a seven percent bed tax revenue you know, when you stay at the Elcon or the Fairfield. Sure. Or whatever. All communities have a bed tax revenue. That that's what funds the economic development department. That's what pays the manager's salary, the, the people's salary, and so forth and so on. Um, that's where the money that goes to the Chamber of Commerce comes from, uh, the bed tax revenues. It doesn't come out of the general fund revenues. Um, There's all kinds of funds in the So, town.
8: but basically, again, they're, they're having to, to reach their hand into other pockets right, right, to help cover the losses for everything that's supposed to be done by the half-cent sales tax. Hey, absolutely. So right? we have that.
13: right? Well, they also got to remember they also that they took another $350,000 out of the general fund to supplement the community center fund which is now $364,000 in the hole. Yet, we, yet I get a copy of an email from a councilman. Yes,
8: so we'll get to that. So hang on. So the, not only is the golf course over a million bucks in the hole in just the first five months of this fiscal year, the community center itself.
13: The whole fund is That the they hole.
8: bought. Right. And again, the community center, Satish Hiramath, the mayor, and you were on the town council at the time, said this is turnkey. Absolutely. Nothing we have to do. $1 million turnkey investment, right? We bought it for a million bucks. We got that. We got the land. We got the golf courses, everything. It's beautiful. And it wasn't. I mean, you guys had to update stuff, put in ramps, right? They still haven't done it. It's still not ADA compliant. Mm. They still, the, the town
13: still says we need $6 million in improvements in the community center. That's not including what they talked about the other night with four point seven million we'll dollars. Let's, yeah. yeah. let's not
8: confuse people. Mike Zinkins here, uh, former town councilman in Oro Valley on KNST AM seven ninety. So uh, by the way, if if there was a business that wasn't ADA compliant inside of Oro Valley, would they, you know, they'd have to change their things, code people, right, from the city, they'd probably show up and uh, go, if you
13: build a new business, yes. you got to build it to be ADA compliant. We we assumed right? So a business that was not ADA compliant. So apparently, even if you were to assume a private concern, that's not ADA compliant. The feds give you time to make it ADA compliant how they do it and what the timeframes are. I don't know.
8: Okay. So then let's, let's go to this because something else caught my attention before the email that you got, uh, 4.7 to, I saw a thing they need to borrow 4.7 to $5 million. Yeah. Our town
13: manager who, uh, who has a great background in golf is a, assistant town manager in Sierra Vista for 17, for 17 years. Uh, she's decided that we're going to keep the 36 holes of golf. We're going to get, we're going to uh, no longer support golf at Bush Ridge, the nine hole course. We still got to maintain the property, which makes sense. But We're going to keep 36 holes of golf. And it's going to take 4.7 to $5 million in capital improvements for the 36 holes. That's not including the community center. And Councilman Rodman, at the end of the study session, said, well, we're just going to have to borrow that money. So when the budget comes wow. out this year, they're going to have to find money to pay back. I mean, people think when you get a bond, it's free money. It's not. You've got to pay it back, and yeah. it's low interest you know, because you're a municipality. But they're going to have to find money to pay it back, and it's not going to come from that half-cent sales tax because that half-cent sales tax isn't even covering what the losses they exactly. have now. Exactly.
8: They're going to the bed tax. Right. So if they get that $5 million they need to borrow— they don't have to ask voters. They could just vote themselves That's correct. to borrow yeah. $5 million. Right. Bucks the only you reason you me. need
13: to ask a voter would be for a property tax. And they would be really silly to do that, considering how bad the last one failed.
8: Wow. So this is uh, this is bad stuff. And again, Satish, you're listening. Satish, i with me. I know you're listening right now. They all are. Um, you're more than welcome to correct Mike Zinkin at 880-KNST, 880-5678. And the excuse he always uses is something like, no, Mike's just wrong, and I'm not going to sit there and battle on the radio and say I'm right, and he's going to say I'm right, and I'm going to say I'm right, and that, that's what he says. So, uh, again, it is up to you. All I know is that if someone was giving out misinformation about me, and like Mike said earlier, I'd hop on the show in about a, a half a second and say let's clear this up right now.
13: Well, that's I can back the, what I'm saying with the town documents.
8: That's the thing. You put these out. Yeah, They're there. Um, so, man, this, this is just, uh, this is crazy. And again, if you weren't putting this stuff out there, we wouldn't know about it. Nobody would know about it.
13: I know, it's unfortunate. You know, and we can talk about this. I mean, golf right now is hot. This is the great time of year for golf, yeah. you know? Even though the golf course at the uh, Davis-Monthan Air Force Base is going to close April 30th, right? The DOD decided they don't want to supplement $700,000. And dollars. they shouldn't. You know? Uh, so that's another golf course now. But uh, golf is busy right now. Okay, uh, golf courses are averaging, 18-hole golf courses are averaging about 180 to 215 rounds a day, which is great. And there places like Crooked Tree and, and uh, Swallow and those places are getting 49 to $60 a round of golf, okay? We're not, okay? <laughs> uh, now, when we say we got rounds, they also count member rounds, okay? Now, a member pays $300 a month Whether they pay one round or five rounds, it it doesn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. The income's the same. So if you average 180 rounds a day for 30 days, you're going to average, it's going to be 5,400 rounds, okay? And at $49 a round, that's roughly about $264,000. Star Pass is averaging 200 to 215 rounds a day, and they have Mm -hmm. 27 holes, okay? We're averaging about $140,000, in golf revenues on thirty-six holes.
8: So it costs all, much more to take care of because there's more holes and we're not getting any traffic. Right.
13: You know, and I had someone come up to me and say, Mike, it's wonderful here. I mean I love playing golf here. It's so cheap. Yeah. Right? Well, it is cheap.
8: You know, we, we you need to you, subsidize you, it. You
13: can pay 60 bucks to play at Del Yurik, or you can play $49 and play at the El Con store. Yeah. Your call.
8: The gov- nothing better than the government competing with you and undercutting you. All right, there's more. Hang where you are. Sure. 720. Uh, Mike Zinken is in studio on K N S T AM seven ninety. It gets better. Because an actual councilman, he got an email, an actual sitting uh, town councilman justified the golf courses saying that they're actually going to do, they're go- they're going to break even. Even though there are a million bucks in the hole already this fiscal year after five months, they're going to break even. You have to hear this to believe it. And I got an email from uh, Oro Valley. Uh, they were celebrating. People don't realize this. They voted down, people voted down the property tax, right? You know, you don't want ball fields? What are you doing? They actually built more ball fields and they're already, they're, they're, Right there in Aranha Park. There's two of them. Nobody's really talking about it. And you have to hear what the town actually said about how they built them. We'll get to that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Back in five. KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. The
5: Morning Ritual with Garrett
8: Lewis. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. If you're scrambling around like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's tomorrow. What do I do? Well, again, I'm here to bail you out. Go to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics, Broadway near Swan. It's right across from Sunlighting. Go get a gift certificate. Get one. We're going to be giving one away. I um, mean, you can get a gift certificates for 50 bucks, 100 bucks, even more. My wife went there last Monday and had a phenomenal experience. Your wife will love it. You're, you're going to score major points, okay? Because let me. this is what I understand. You go to any kind of day spa, they give you the same kind of skin treatment, whether it's a facial, dermaplaning, whatever it might be. It's the same thing. For everybody no matter what. Well, what makes cheek to cheek aesthetics different is that they customize every single skin treatment to your skin, to your wife's skin, your girlfriend's skin. Whatever whatever kind of skin that you have, they make sure that you get what is perfect for it. So it's no more one size fits all. Cheek to cheek aesthetics is a day is is basically a um a med spa with day spa prices. You could even get Services you'd get at a dermatology office for so much cheaper than going to a dermatology office. They have the latest equipment, technology, not just facials or dermaplaning, acne scars, acne, you name it, they can get rid of it. Uh, Sunspots, you got dark spots on your skin, whatever it is, skin tags, get them gone. Cheek to cheek aesthetics. And I'm telling you, go there right now and get yourself a gift certificate for that special someone, even for yourself. You'll thank me for it. My wife had the best time. 449-8020. 449-8020. Call with any questions. Broadway near Swan and go to Cheek to cheek com.
1: Good morning. Greenberg Financial brings you this market minute. The U.S. markets are pointing to a lower open this morning after sharply higher gains yesterday. The markets have been on edge this past week due to likelihood of higher interest rates. And in U.S. economic news, small business optimism rose to record levels when that was released this morning. The S&P 500... Looking to open down 15 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 160. The Nasdaq Composite down 50. The 10-year Treasury bond yield down slightly. The yield 2.84%. Oil is down 60 cents a barrel at 58.69. Gold up a dollar an ounce at 1,328. dollars In stock news, Amerisource Bergen is up 12% on reports that Walgreens may buy the company. And Pepsi out with better-than-expected earnings and revenues this morning. It's down about a dollar a share. Reporting from the Greenberg Financial Group, it's Ruben Fernandez on KNST. Dean Talk. All right,
14: 728.
8: Thank you for hanging out. Uh, Ryan, don't let me forget. We'll do the 8 o'clock hour. We'll give away the cheek-to-cheek Uh. Have a uh, gift certificate, certificate in the next hour. So we'll, we'll do that. Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics in the next hour. Be listening for your chance to win the $100 chocolate and strawberry facial gift certificate. I don't know how that works. I eat chocolate and strawberries, but they put it on your face, and it makes you feel better and stuff. So that's cool, I think. Or maybe when you're getting the facial, they actually give you, like, they feed you chocolate and strawberry. I don't know how that <laughs> works. You've <laughs> been uh, doing it wrong the entire time. Yeah, I know. But apparently it's going to be awesome. So be listening for that. All right, uh, it's going to be sunny and uh, around, what, seven, what did I say, 71? 71 yeah. for the high. Yeah. Could get rain tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Be on the lookout for that. All right, we have uh, uh, Mike Zinkin in here, former town councilman, Oro Valley. Uh, and, and again, the fact that they are now going into different sources of revenue. Now the Oro Valley is going into the bed tax revenue to pay for tennis court improvements, which are supposed to be turnkey. And on top of that, covered by and community re, uh, the community rec center, supposed to be turnkey, It was all supposed to be covered by the sales tax revenue, and it's not enough money because they're losing so much money. Yet, read the email that Councilman Bill Rodman sent someone claiming that apparently everything's good and they're going to break even on the golf course this year, which is a joke.
13: It says, I understand your concerns. We're working to find the best long-term plan for the community center and golf courses. In the meantime, the financial results are getting better each year with the current year projected to break even. The projection counts all, all revenue sources, including the half-cent sales tax, which is, dedu- which is dedicated to this complex. The sales tax revenue is oftentimes ignored in order to misrepresent the actual facts. All you got to do is read attachment D1 in the last council report, including the sales tax revenue, which was $855,000 for the first five months of the fiscal year. The revenues, total revenues for town town revenues and contracted revenues, which is true, was 2.4 mil. Expenses were 2.8. There's a $400,000 loss Mm -hmm. right there. And that includes the $800,000 plus in sales tax revenues. Okay. Does not include the fact that you put another $350,000 into this
8: fund. So it'd be even more. Yeah.
13: Yeah. So right now that fund is running three hundred and sixty-four thousand. Because they took three hundred
8: fifty grand from the general fund and put it to help right. cover the losses. Out of
13: that three hundred fifty, they took one hundred and twenty of it and paid it back to the general fund, Jeez. so they could say they made their. So their they're, again,
8: they're just they're lying. They're literally lying to people.
13: Absolutely, yeah. And you know, and why does Oral Valley think that they got the only golf course in the United States that's going to make money?
8: Because <laughs> they have to think that. You
13: know, I mean, and not just one. They golf They don't want course. to address it's, the problem. It's two golf courses. Yeah.
8: They don't right. want to address the problem that it's a money loser, and they don't know what to do. They can't save face. They can't say we were wrong.
13: There is a video out on the Take Back OV website talking about creating open space, linear parks. It would be, I mean, imagine Oral Valley having linear parks up there with the Push Ridge views and all that. It would increase property values. You can take that property and make it an asset to Oral Valley instead of a financial. And that
8: drain. would be what? How many millions would it cost to change that from the golf course? We
13: take about three million dollars, but it's a one-time thing. You've cut then your you just, losses, and then you
8: just pay for mowing the grass, and
13: and the, and the and the sales tax okay. revenue would cover that.
8: So I get this email also. And This again, they are more than welcome to come on the show. I know they're listening, and say no, 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 you got it all wrong. Because again, he's he's just they're wrong on everything. Get this email. I'm to bring this up. Beginning of February, eleven days ago, Oro Valley sends this out. Oro Valley to cut the ribbon on two new fields in Naranja Park, and it's funny they never talked about these new fields when they were pushing the property tax. Because they want, they want people to know you could pay every year and get a new field and just budget it in instead of doing it all at once and paying $12 million in interest payments. Well, right? the,
13: acts, the acts of tax people talked about it.
8: Well, yes, but I'm talking to people the that. The town did. Bro, no, exactly. Right. So this is hilarious. Uh, bring your family and friends to Naranja Park Saturday, February 10th, this past whatever, to celebrate the completion of fields three and four, in Naranja Drive, right? Mayor Higher Math, fellow council members, town staff, cutting the ribbon on the new multi sport fields. Okay, so they have that. Um, now, the finance director, Stacy Lemos, mm-hmm. is quoted in this press release as saying, the completion of these fields and lighting means we are moving forward with the town's pay-as-you-go approach to developing Naranha Park. That's, now it's pay-as-you-go. That's the
13: approach we're stuck with because people wouldn't give them a property tax. Exactly. It's always been pay-as-you-go yes. in Oro Valley. It's been that way since 1974 when it was incorporated. Why has it got to stop?
8: I just find it hilarious that they were pushing to not do pay-as-you-go, and they wanted the property tax to cover things. And now they're, now we're doing it. it. It's almost as if we're hitting a nerve, Mike.
13: Well, you know, the, inter- the, the, the interesting slant unfortunate thing is Hiramath, Waters, Snyder, and Hornad are all up for re-election. Okay? They all voted for the, property, the uh, sales tax. They all voted for the golf course. The community now has a chance to make a change in their government. Yep. Now, it's up to the community. To step forward and say we've had enough. We don't. We, we told you we don't want a property tax. We also don't want any more losses. We want something done with this acreage other than a drain. So people, you got somebody gotta, has to run for gotta, mayor. You got to stand up. I mean, there's support there. Somebody has to, to, to run go for mayor and correct. somebody
8: and other people have to run for town council. All right. Well, uh, Mike, and if you have any questions, just contact Mike. He's just the random guy walking up and down the streets in Oro Valley. That's right. I got
13: a little sign on the corner yep. saying any questions, just ask. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And,
8: and get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, Mike Zinken, thank you very much for, again, exposing this stuff. I hope you feel better. I hope you didn't get us sick. If you did, Ryan, I will find you. And we will we will we will stomp on your lawn. Or you
13: can bury me on the golf course there that
8: you. way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, that's uh, Mike Zinkin, uh, Town Council, Oro Valley. Even uh, if, if you'd like to say something, and you're part of the council or mayor to teach higher math, you can eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. But I'm not gonna hold my breath. Um, now we'll get to the Susan Rice email. This is like the most ridiculous cover your butt email I've ever seen. I mean, this is just so. This just screams we're so guilty. We're so guilty. Uh, trying to uh, legitimize a meeting that Obama and she and Jim Comey had at the Oval Office 15 days before the inauguration. It's incredible. Another bombshell. It's coming up. Here's Fox.
5: Kids could have to change their high school. I'm Greg Paul, KNSD News. It's a proposal that could change the Tucson Union School District high school your kid attends The district is dealing with overcrowding at a few high schools to alleviate the problem. The district superintendent is considering changing the district's boundary lines and will offer his proposal at today's governing board meeting. Board members may vote to move forward on the plan. The superintendent is also proposing a timeline of public hearings in April and May, then a final vote by the board in June. Republican State Representative Todd Claude Felter has introduced a ballot referendum that would ask Arizona voters whether they want to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Claude Felter says he believes marijuana legalization is an eventuality in Arizona.
11: I'm convinced that within the next two to three years, if we don't manage it from the legislative body it will be here in a public initiative and our hands will be tied for any any changes that may need to be made
5: he says as a legislature lawmakers must decide if they want recreational marijuana imposed through a potentially poorly crafted initiative or do they want to help write the law where they can fully vet each measure and are you ready for some baseball diamondbacks pitchers and catchers report for spring training camp today in scottsdale the first workout is tomorrow Position players must report by Sunday with the first full squad workout next Monday. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk.
8: Windows of Greater Tucson, uh, And look, the economy's getting better, tax cuts kicking in, more money in your paycheck. Now is the time to replace the windows in your home. You feel better about it. And Windows of Greater Tucson gets you the windows made in Yuma, right here in Yuma, Arizona. Save upwards of 40% on your energy bill. They come in at about half the estimated price compared to other guys in town. That's right. If you've been scared because, like, I want to replace the windows, but, man, the prices are outrageous. You haven't called Windows of Greater Tucson, 488-9469. Call them. Talk to Pat Doherty. The owner's a good dude. He's actually a big-time character. You would like Pat. And he says, listen, I usually come in at about half the price compared to other people in town. And people are amazed. And then what happens is that then they tell their friends, and then they tell their other friends you gotta call you gotta call this guy, you gotta call this guy. It's remarkable. Look, there is such high demand for well, maybe two by fours, um, plywood, windows, because new homes building is is on fire, homes are being repaired. The longer you wait to call Pat, the more it will cost you because demand is going up, so price goes up with it. They can't build windows fast enough in Umaform. Call him today. You can afford these great windows. He's installed over twelve thousand in southern Arizona. and go to windowsofgreatertucson.com.
5: We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
8: Yes, hi, 742. Again, in the next hour, your chance to win the final Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics gift certificate for Valentine's Day. Be listening for your chance to win, we do call her 7,483. Or something. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, this Susan Rice email is insane. Remember the former National Security Advisor that went on the five Sunday shows lied about why Benghazi happened? Apparently, she wrote an email. Chuck Grassley, a Republican senator, found this email. Magically enough, it just stumbled upon his desk. Um... And, and basically, it was Inauguration Day last year. She wrote an email recapping a meeting that she had in the Oval Office on January 5th with Obama, Jim Comey, and uh, Sally Yates, who was an, uh, obviously a Trump hater. Remember Sally Yates? And in the meeting, she says Obama stressed, oh, he stressed we got to do everything by the book when it comes to the Russia investigation. Yeah, right, that dossier, yeah, by the book. The spying on Trump, really? We got to be by the book. We can't get in the way of intelligence agencies and law enforcement. By the book. Dude, they are trying to cover their butts so much. It's so obvious. This is the worst. This is the worst. This comes, what, not even a week after the memo came out from Peter Stroke and Lisa Page where they said, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing about the Russia investigation? Funny how that timing works. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that... uh, I mean, this this is really amazing stuff. January, the federal government ran a surplus. They took in more than it spent. Oh, my goodness. And apparently, you want to, you want to talk about winning? There is a story from Bloomberg. A record number of U.S. small business owners say it's a good time to expand. Why didn't they say that during the eight years of Obama? I'm just curious. Why? Why? Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona voters may get the chance to revisit the minimum wage hike. Uh, It cleared one hurdle in the state legislature. Hopefully this can go to more where you can vote on it. You'll be asked to vote on it where you can say enough is enough. Uh, No more raising to 15 bucks an hour. They'll keep it at 10, but they'll get rid of everything else. No hiking to 15. That'll happen when the market demands it. Uh, No more mandatory three sick days off to everybody that has a pulse. No, no, no. I hope that can happen. Three things I think you need to know. So um, there's uh, there's more stuff. Uh, This this memo, again, that Chuck Grassley found, if you don't know about it, Susan Rice wrote this and it said President Obama, she wrote an email to herself. I hope somebody finds this email at the right time. President Obama began the conversation by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue is handled by the intelligence and law enforcement communities by the book. The president stressed that he is not asking about initiating or instructing anything from a law enforcement perspective. Really? POTUS wants to be updated on everything we're doing. He wants to know everything we're doing. He reiterated that our law enforcement team needs to proceed as it normally would by the book. By the book is mentioned multiple times. Multiple freaking times. Are you out of your... Really? Um, you ever do this at work? you write yourself an email recapping the meeting to cover your butt? Uh-huh. Uh Uh-huh. I emailed myself. Nice. Nice, huh? Um, Obviously, they knew. That was a January 5th meeting in the Oval Office. Sally Yates, Obama, Comey, and Susan Rice. And then within two weeks, 15 days later, right before she leaves office, because Trump's being sworn in, she just magically writes this. You know, who told her to write that? You think she did it on her own 15 days after? Not the next day, not two days later, 15 days after the meeting? Who told her to write that? Someone that somehow found out that people knew what they were doing. You do realize that, right? Somehow, someone, was it Obama? Was it Comey? Somehow, they found out it had to be that that they knew there was spying going on and they were going to get caught? Was there like a backup plan? If Trump wins, we got to make sure we cover our butts. If Hillary wins, we'll never be investigated. If Trump wins, we got to cover our butt. Right? Do you think may- maybe? Maybe? You think that'll actually work? Hmm. Um, I want you to hear... Judge, well, let's play Judge Napolitano a couple times from last night on Martha McCallum show. This is a big deal. All right, let's do number eight, number eight, Judge Napolitano on Fox last night, Martha McCallum. Here we go.
3: They must have learned something in the waning minutes of the Obama administration, which made them worry that what we now know they were doing would be discovered. So in an effort to reconstruct history, she writes herself a memo. By the way, dear Susan Rice, don't forget that Barack Obama said, I want this done by the book, and he said it back in January 5th. Nobody would believe this.
8: Mm -mm -mm. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. I think I should be okay. Um, I want you to hear Judge Napolitano from this morning on Fox and Friends. Uh, hang on one second. Listen to this. Here we go.
3: Only one person could have told her to write the email, and she keeps falling on her sword for him. Remember when she went all over the networks with the crazy narrative about Benghazi was caused by a video? We know that that's not true. And the comments she made about Bergdahl serving with uh, honor and that's not true. But these things were stated to back up statements previously why made by she, her boss, Barack sword for him then uh, I, it might be a, a incredible sense of loyalty yeah. to him oh, even though the time she wrote it the manner in which Unless she wrote in trouble it, and the use of quotations she could very well she apparently was a participant at that meeting so now the question arises what was agreed to at that meeting because
8: mm-hmm. now she left herself out there chuck grassley republican senator wrote like 11 questions to her sent her a letter said you have till february 22nd to answer these now does she have to what I mean can she say I plead the fifth? I refuse to answer I won't comply. We've seen that before from Obama people, right? They just don't show up. Am I down over there? Cool, thank you um I don't know how like
9: you know the uh, the sheriffs aren't at their house kicking down the door like they would me if I didn't show up to something in yeah, like,
8: I know yeah, i, I I've never understood that either to be honest with you. never in my life. here comes sWAT, yeah, but I mean <sighs> yeah. She could be in big trouble. What what happened at that meeting? Tell us what took place. Are you gonna say executive privilege? You can't say it. And again, Jim Comey said he only met with Obama twice. One was at some point during the middle of administration, the other one was like to say goodbye. So what meeting was this? Was this the third one? Or was this the goodbye meeting? Huh. Um
9: It was it was the close all the loopholes meeting. <laughs> before I
8: go meeting make sure you, exactly. uh, you burned all those papers just, just the timing the timing of this is, is, is remarkable uh, the email you ready for this quote from a national security perspective however President Obama said he wants to be sure that as we engage the with the incoming team we are mindful to ascertain if there is any reason that we cannot share information fully as it relates to Russia the president asked Comey to inform him if anything changes in the next few weeks that should have aff- Affect how we share classified information with the incoming team. Comey said he would. Huh. Could you not share certain things? Hmm? Do you remember Evelyn Farkas? Can you look up in the system again? You know what we'll do when we come back. She's the one that was just spilling her guts out on the, the right when after Trump got in office on cable news about, oh, if they knew what we did. And, oh, boy, uh, we'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Then we have to also talk about imagine the school dance where if you're imagine girls, boys were told you cannot say no if somebody wants to go to the dance with you. It's happening. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating. Talk. Zero Res. My guys at Zero Res, they can clean your carpet. They can clean your tile. They can not only clean it, they can sanitize it. They can make your home healthier. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Your kids, you, husband, wife, whatever it is. You got sicknesses all over the home. Your carpets act like a filter. When people sneeze, they cough. The germs get down there, they stay. Vacuums get out dirt. Zero Res comes in, they clean and they sanitize. No soaps, no chemicals. No residue left over. They have empowered water. Nobody else uses empowered water but ZRZ. They've cleaned my carpets and, and everything for like three years now. It's insane. It works so well. They come in. They spray it all over your carpet if you want that. Three rooms are carpet clean for $99. bucks. 2 rooms of tile for 99 bucks. No hidden fees. No hidden charges. No games. They have used these high-powered machines that suck everything right up, including all the germs and everything. So your carpets are left clean, sanitized. Your home is healthy again. Carpets will stay cleaner longer. They dry faster. No cronies. Call Zero Res today. Get a healthy house. Three rooms of carpet, again, for $99. bucks. 2 rooms of tile, 99 bucks. No hidden fees. 441-2441 and go to com. 756, Garrett Lewis with you right here on KNST AM 790. We'll go on the Wayback Machine with more proof that Obama was not by the book. Don't go anywhere.
10: Over the weekend, Politico ran a hit piece on Trump's chief of staff, John Kelly. Politico trying to turn a White House staff secretary's resignation into a national security scandal and trying to lay the blame on General Kelly for letting the guy work in the White House without a full security clearance. Now, according to Politico, this is a big, big no-no. Every person who has access to the most sensitive pieces of intelligence must be supremely trustworthy, capable of being kept in the highest cones of silence, they say. If they leak information, they potentially jeopardize lives of intelligence agents or sources in the field. Now, maybe we could take these drive-by media types seriously if we hadn't just lived through eight years of Obama and Hillary. None of these media clowns were a bit concerned when classified material was on her server in her bathroom for all the world to pry into. We didn't see news criticizing the highly classified material found on Anthony Weiner's laptop sent by his wife, Huma Weiner, because Hillary supposedly couldn't figure out how to print it There was no concern over national security when people in sensitive positions were unmasked by Obama's people conducting their politically motivated spy operations. So you know what? Nice try, Politico, but stuff it. Try a new angle. Too much hypocrisy here even for you people on the left. Say, folks, the people at LifeLock wanted me to remind you there's a lot more to identity theft than you may have thought. Monitoring your credit or checking your bank statements, that might offer you some protection. But they only offer a limited view of what actually is going on with your identity. Now, you may not be able to detect it if your personal information is for sale on the dark web. That's why there's LifeLock. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a wider range of identity threats. And if you have a problem, one of their U.S.-based identity restoration specialists will work with you to fix it. Now, of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with Lifelock, you can see more identity threats that you may otherwise miss. Join now, get 10% off. Just go to promo code RUSH at 800-440-4833 or lifelock.com and use promo code RUSH. That's RUSH. 10% now at LifeLock. What are the biggest threats facing America?
0: I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, the heads of the CIA and the FBI and others discussing that at a Senate hearing where Russia is a big topic. Fox's Rachel Sutherland live in Washington.
2: Dave, the nation's intelligence chiefs expected to field questions on the Russia probe and the dueling memos on alleged spying during the 2016 presidential campaign. Republican Chairman Richard Burr.
15: The threats this country face are complex, evolving and without easy answers.
2: Vice President, Chairman Democrat Mark Warner said President Trump isn't taking Russian election meddling seriously. He didn't increase sanctions on Russia when he had a chance to do so. He hasn't even tweeted a single concern. Also, watch for Democrats to question FBI Director Christopher ray about security clearances for White House staff amid accusations a senior aide abused two ex-wives. Dave.
0: Rachel, a U.S.-Russian skirmish in Syria. We're just learning an American drone destroyed a Russia battle tank on Saturday, killing three troops inside it. U.S. officials tell Fox it happened after pro-Syrian regime forces fired on American special ops and our allied fighters. There were no U.S. casualties. Senators will keep debating DACA today, searching for compromise. Republican Tom Cotton says it's pretty much President Trump's offer or nothing.
13: This uh, president's framework bill is the only bill that has a chance not just to pass the Senate with 60 votes, but actually become a law, and that's what we want.
0: In exchange for path to citizenship for immigrants brought here illegally as kids, the president wants $25 billion in border wall funding, an end to the visa lottery, and chain Immigration, Democratic Senate Leader Chuck Schumer counters Now is
3: not the time nor the place to reform the entire legal immigration system.
0: A New Hampshire woman known only as Jane Doe goes to court this hour, trying to remain anonymous when she claims her $560 million Powerball jackpot. On Wall Street selling has returned this morning the Dow down 97 points.
8: This is Fox News. Fair and balanced. 8-0 8-0 Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. We'll get to a story about a, uh, a middle school where they don't let kids say no when they're asked to a dance. Are you kidding me right now? What, what is that going to do in the future? And what the more principal dates. explains... Yeah, <laughs> sure. The principal explains why. Oh, you're going to go nuts. First, though, more on this Susan Rice email. Because it all ties together. The CYA email proving that Obama was spying on Trump and they all knew. Here's the news. More than half of their firefighters quit.
5: I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The city of South Tucson is in crisis. More than half of their firefighters have resigned because of safety concerns. Residents of South Tucson voiced their displeasure during a city hall meeting yesterday. City leaders want firefighters to go against the national standard and start working in teams of three instead of four. The city manager says they don't have the money to pay for four-person teams. An Arizona man is under arrest thanks to facial recognition technology.
6: When 41-year-old Jose Casas tried to renew his commercial driver's license, the Arizona Department of Transportation system found his photo closely resembled two others in the ADOT database. A dot detectives say Casas had applied for his license using a stolen identity and had two other Arizona licenses under stolen identities. He's accused of using those stolen identities to open a business and buy a home. Casas is charged with several counts of forgery and fraud, as well as mortgage fraud.
5: That's Deborah Dale reporting. An Arizona lawmaker introduces a resolution to undo most of Proposition 206. The Citizen Initiative drove Arizona's minimum wage up from $8.05 to its current 10.50, and by 2020, it'll be $12 an hour. However, Republican State Senator Sylvia Allen has introduced a resolution that would ask voters to freeze the minimum wage at 10.50 and repeal the law that requires employers to provide paid sick leave. In addition, it would create a new law prohibiting municipalities from adopting a minimum wage higher than the state's, If the resolution passes both the House and Senate, the Secretary of State would put the question before voters in November. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Well, thank you. We
8: Hi, it's your morning ritual with uh, with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two, San's most stimulating talk. How are you doing this hour? At some point this hour, not now, but this hour, the last one hundred dollar gift certificate to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics, which will make you a hero. A hero. My wife was so excited that she was able to go to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics last week. Why'd you send her last week? Not a Valentine's Day. Because she was my guinea pig. She didn't know it. I wanted to make sure it was really, I mean, I knew it was good, but I really wanted to talk about it even more so I could relay that onto you. That way you could feel confident in making your decision in buying that gift certificate or just going there for men, women, doesn't matter. That's why I do these things for you. I risk my marriage for you. And please don't call me and asking about the tickets. What tickets? Exactly. Exactly. Are you giving away the tickets yet? I ah. suffer for the show. Yes. Anyway, three things. I think you... <laughs>
9: and they're going to call anyways and do it. Uh,
8: hey, oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, we're going to pay everybody a comedian. Don't
9: put some money on it. steal oh. out. No. This is time for Cheek to Cheek. there
8: oh, ah! we go.
3: <laughs>
8: <laughs> You're welcome. Three things I think you need to know. Apparently, an email has been discovered by Senator Chuck Grassley, where apparently... National Security Advisor to Obama, Susan Rice, wrote an email on Inauguration Day last year recapping a meeting 15 days before that on January 5th between her, Obama, Comey, Sally Yates in the Oval Office, where she apparently remembered 15 days later, and I I need to write this down, right? I need to write this down. Obama wants to do everything by the book when it comes to Russia stuff. He doesn't want to get involved with law enforcement and everything and blah, 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 blah. Wow. Really? See what just happens to this. This comes out like not even a week after we find out through text messages from Peter Stroke and and Lisa Page that POTUS wants to be briefed on everything we're doing. He wants to know everything we're doing. He wants it. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, it's really incredible. And we're going to tie it all up in just about a minute or two. Going back to another person who admitted they were spying on Trump. We'll get to that. Second thing that I think you need—well, you stop. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, and this is this is another doozy here. I love this one right here. Uh, the federal government actually ran a surplus in January, collected a record number of uh, a, a, rec- a record uh, number of tax dollars, and they spent less. What a shock! What a shock! Third thing I think you need to know. You may be asked to vote once again on minimum wage here in Arizona, but basically to get rid of the minimum wage law that, that was voted on by the by the people of Arizona. I think it passed 5248. It was pretty tight. Um, it would not take back uh, everything. It would leave minimum wage at 10 bucks an hour, but it wouldn't spike up to 15 And other rules like three days mandatory sick leave for anybody. No, no, no. All gone. Uh, it passed one hurdle in the state legislature. Hopefully it gets more. And hopefully, you know, everything can be driven by market forces. That's what it should be, by market forces. Uh, three things I think you need to know. All right, so if you're just tuning in real quick, I just told you a little bit about that email. In the email that, again, Susan Rice wrote January 20th, 2017, recapping a meeting January 5th, 2017, somebody must have told her to write this because, it you know, right after Trump won, I think they realized, holy crap, he could get his hands on all this stuff. Keep this email. Let's put it out at the right time. I guess somehow Grassley got this Grassley Senator Chuck Grassley wrote on his Facebook on his uh, website yesterday as part of the continued efforts to conduct oversight of the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the DOJ uh, Grassley and uh, Lindsey Graham discovered a partially unclassified email sent by Obama's former National Security Advisor Susan Rice to herself. On January twentieth, twenty seventeen, President Trump's inauguration day. Generally, that's what people do when they try to cover their butts at work. If something happens, you write an email to yourself about what happened. Right? That's what you do. You know, somebody did something wrong. This person looked at me the wrong way. My manager told me this, blah, 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 blah. Ryan grabbed my butt. This whatever it might be. Whatever it might be, that's the kind of stuff that happened. Right. So this is really incredible stuff. That she writes herself, and they they discover this. This is a cover-your-butt thing, you know. And she put in quotes. O- Obama in the meeting said, he stressed, well, intelligence and law enforcement communities will do everything by the book when it comes to Russia. Everything. Everything by the book. Everything's by the... That's what he... Over and over. So Grassley and Graham wrote a letter to her. It strikes us odd that among your activities in the final moments on the final day of the Obama administration... You would feel the need to send yourself such an unusual email purporting to document a conversation involving President Obama and his interactions with FBI regarding the trump Rush investigation. Huh. In addition, despite your claim that Obama repeatedly told Comey to proceed by the book, substantial questions have arisen about whether FBI, officials of the FBI, as well as the Justice Department and the State Department, actually did proceed by the book. And they wrote her like... 11 questions, 12, 12 questions, 12 questions, right? Really good questions too. And she has till February 22nd to answer these. Did you send the email attached to this letter to yourself? Do you have any reason to dispute the timestamp for the email? Number one, number two, when did you become aware of the FBI's investigation into allegations of collusion between Trump's associates in Russia? Three, when did you become aware of any surveillance activities including FISA applications? Undertaken by the FBI. Blah, 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 blah. At the time you wrote this email to yourself, were you aware that uh, of either the October 2016 FISA application for surveillance or the Carter Page of Carter Page or the January 2017 renewal? Ooh, right when she wrote this. Is the account of your January 5th, 2017 meeting presented in your email accurate? Did you omit any other portions? Did anyone instruct, request, suggest, or imply you should send yourself The aforementioned Inauguration Day email memorializing President Obama's meeting with Comey about the Trump or Russia investigation. I mean, again, it's all it's like the worst cover your butt I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's comical. It's so bad. Right. Comical. Now, why they write this? Why they write this? Do you remember like the big controversy almost a year ago? I mean, so much happens, right? You're overloaded. So much happens so often. Do you remember Evelyn Farkas? Now the only Farkas that I knew before this was Sid Farkas from Seinfeld who hired George to be a bra salesman and it lasted like seven minutes. That's the only Farkas that I knew until Evelyn Farkas came out at the end of March last year. Decided to spill her guts to Mika's face on MSNBC spill her guts do you know what Evelyn Farkas's position was besides being a fool that's a hell of a position right there Evelyn Farkas she was up there man she knew things Evelyn Farkas what oh yeah 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 um oh God only if I could read you what Ryan writes me when I she was the form, Obama's former assistant deputy secretary of defense. And she said this, and we're going to pause it for, uh, just to bring it to your attention, when she says the magic moment. Listen to what she told Mika's face last March.
12: Well, that. I was I was urging my former colleagues and and frankly speaking the people on the Hill. Mm-hmm. I w- it was more actually aimed aimed at telling the Hill people get as much information as you can, get as much intelligence as you can before President Obama leaves the administration, because I had a fear that somehow that information would disappear with the senior people who left. So it would be hidden away in the bureaucracy um, that the Trump folks, if they found out how we knew what we knew about their. The staff, the Trump staff dealing with Russians it. That right there. Did you hear what she said? If they found out
8: how we knew what we knew, if they found out how we knew what we knew, you meaning by using a dirty fake dossier to get a warrant, a FISA warrant to spy on Trump people? So you, if, they, if they found out how we knew, what we knew about the Trump staffs dealing with Russians. They found out how we knew. Well, you knew it again because he used a dossier that was paid for by the DNC and Hillary that was not verified. But Trump hating people went to a, the FISA court and told the judge, it's all good. And you got a warrant that let you spy on his peeps. And you were hoping to get Trump too. If they found out how we knew what we knew about, wow, that would be illegal, wouldn't it? I mean, that would be illegal. Would it be, I mean, just probably the biggest misuse of power in the history of this country. They are finding out how they knew what you knew, which is why Susan Rice Fired off that email to herself, hoping for it to be found one day, as I guess they were hoping a get out of jail free card. No, 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 no. We had a meeting where Obama stressed. We got to do everything by the book. Which book? Yeah, there's there's no legal book that this guy abided to, whether it's the fact that the one point seven billion he gave a rand that we found out a couple days ago. All that money was used to fund Hezbollah, their terrorist group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me, right? You're kidding me. This is a big freaking deal. This is, uh-oh, watch out, uh-oh. And then if you remember, we'll play more in a second, Evelyn Farkas then went on like this apology tour. No, 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 I didn't mean that when I said it. I didn't, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, did you Did you move it back a little bit okay let's let's play a little bit more of Evelyn, Evelyn Farkas last March.
12: The Trump folks, if they found out how we knew what we knew about their, the staff the Trump staff dealing with Russians, that they would try to compromise those sources and methods, meaning oh. we would no longer have access to that intelligence. So I became very worried because hmm. not enough was coming out into the I, open, and wasn't. I knew
8: that there would was- they would find out our sor- our sources and methods. Source, dirty dossier. Method to get it, Hillary and the DNC. And now we're finding out through the Grassley and Graham memo that it wasn't just Hillary and the DNC, it was also Hillary's peeps. It looks like Sidney Blumenthal, maybe someone else as well, getting info from the Russians and then giving it to people in the State Department on top of that. Sources and methods. Sources and methods. Is it making sense to you yet? 880-KNST, eight eight
9: Don't forget John McCain.
8: Uh, yeah. He played a part. Yep, and McCain says, you know, he'll comment on anything and everything. Notice he hasn't said a word about this stuff. These texts, what it's revealing. I mean, all this stuff. It's all there. It's all there. You think we're onto something here? I think so. 880-KNST, 880 Do you see this any other way? huh, let's, let's play a little bit more.
12: So I became very worried because hmm. not enough was coming out into the open. And I knew that there was more, we have very good intelligence really? on Russia. More. So then I had talked to some of my former colleagues and I mm. knew that they were trying to also help get information to the Hill.
8: There you go.
9: Okay. What's what going on today? You know, her, right.
12: her statement seems to be like weird.
9: I feel like it, she's playing both sides. Not yeah. enough was coming now, but things are still hidden. Uh, we have good intelligence, mm-hmm. but we use this. Like it's it's very like insane. I I, I, don't, I don't know how to put it, but I I, I kind of hear it as she's talking off both sides of her mouth. You think so? That's I mean maybe it's just me. I think it is just you. It's kind of confusing.
12: I mean, but I mean, listen to the statement right here. Not enough was coming out into the <laughs> open, and I not enough was coming out into the open. Why th- would you want anything to I come think, out? To the I think I think
8: she wanted more to come out between Russia and Trump. Okay.
12: All right, all right. That, that they would try methods. to compromise those sources and methods, meaning mm, yeah, we would right no that. longer have access to that intelligence. But why would you even have access to it, anyways? You're out of the position
9: of of being in the Oval I, Office, because
8: right? he wants it all out there. But I guess she, if they found out how they actually obtained that, then they wouldn't have access to it anymore.
9: I, they couldn't go back. Oh, wait, wait. Say that again.
8: If all of a sudden the way that uh, it came out, I don't want to get too wonky, right? but the way that they used, they, they, what the, what the, they gamed the system, they lied with a fake dossier and everything, the dossier. Then, then you know what? That info would go away because it would be discredited. That's my take. I could be wrong. Mm. I could be wrong. No, no, we'll continue. It. You yeah. can react. You can hit me up on Twitter as well, at Garrett Lewis. Um, I mean, this is just some major stuff. I'll put all this on my Facebook page. I've been meaning to. I'm doing a radio show. I'll do it all. We'll continue in five. Your reaction to this, this is a big, stinky deal. It's like every day there's new bombshells coming out. What do you think? We'll get to it. KNST 792 sounds most stimulating talk. <laughs> the Parade of Homes is going on this weekend. This is the final weekend. It happened last weekend. My wife went with her mother and uh, had a great time. My wife's like, it was really fun. It was it was a lot of fun looking at homes. Like, we're not in the market for a home. She went to just go check out these great homes. She checked out Madamee Homes. She checked out Toll Brothers Homes. There were other homes as well. Maricam's, all these different homes. At the Parade of Homes, and she wanted to steal idea. Oh, my God, I saw this idea. I saw that idea. Parade of Homes Tucson is back. It goes all the way from the Vale area through the central Tucson, all the way up to Marana, Gladden Farms, Oro Valley, Dove Mountain up in Marana as well. Uh, it is just a lot of fun. Homes are in the price ranges of 200000 all the way up to a million bucks. It's great to just go see these. They're decked out, fully furnished, interior, exterior. Get ideas for your kitchen, your bathroom. It is a free event. It is family-friendly. It is so much fun to go out there. Now, it's a free event, but you have to get tickets because you have to check in. So go to ParadeOfHomesTucson.com. Get your tickets there. Better yet, download the app. The app is incredible. Go to your app store and, and type in Parade of Homes Tucson. It comes right up. Uh, you buy your tickets there. It's right on your phone. Plus, you can get turn-by-turn directions. You can get all kinds of info on every home that is there at the Parade of Homes in Tucson. It is so cool. So, it's, again, it's going to be this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 10 to 6. You can even win
16: prizes. Find out more. Go to ParadeOfHomesTucson.com. Good morning, this Market Update is brought to you by the Greenberg Financial Group. After two weeks of selling, a 1,000-point upside reversal on Friday did have some of the things we look for in a market bottom. And that rally continued into a second-day Monday, with a Dow advance of 410 points. Now has the index more than 5% above Friday's low. Today, the market did move lower at the open. The Dow opened down 150 points. About an hour in, the Dow's down 80. S&P down 7, Nasdaq's down 3, gold's fractionally higher at 1327, oil down 60 cents to 58.70. In corporate news, better than expected quarterly reports gave a nice opening for two stocks that have been struggling. Under Armour down 30% in the last 12 months, opened 15% higher, and food delivery service Blue Apron down 65% from the June IPO, opened 10% higher. And speaking of struggling, Barnes & Noble, a little changed after disappointing Christmas sales and continued layoffs. Reporting from the Greenberg Financial Group, or Your Money Matters, this is Dave Sherwood on KSD Talk. Trust me,
8: 829, thank you for hanging out. Uh, sunny high about 71, gotta have rain tomorrow through Saturday. It's all good, we could use that once in a while. Soup days, coffee days. Um, again, cheek-to-cheek aesthetics, gift certificate coming up. Be listening. Be listening. Uh, now, I want you to hear this, because as we're, we're hearing all this stuff now, right, about Susan Rice, the COIA, all these texts coming out, Obama wants to be briefed, and then magically this email comes out where she's like, oh, I recapped the meeting 15 days after it happened, and I know exactly what was said 15 days later. I took, you know, copious notes, and, oh, this is just great. Obama wants to do, buy the book, buy the book. Well, I want you to, There's there may be somebody that has flipped, that is giving members of Congress and good FBI agents and people of the DOJ the skinny as to what Obama was doing, the spying and that stuff, okay? The former head of counterintelligence at the FBI is a guy named Bill Priestap. Have you ever heard of him? Probably not. It's okay, Bill Priest. Um, I think that uh, well, you're going to hear this. Comey kind of tossed him away, and I think he's singing right now. I think he's I think he's giving all the goods up as to what was going on in the spying on Trump. Listen to Judge Janine on her show on Fox with Congressman Chris Stewart. Just listen to this. Am I up over there? Cool. Listen.
17: Christopher Ray needs to be asked, what name did you want to be re- not revealed here? Bill yeah. McCabe, you know, the people that are clearly in trouble. And by the way, have you heard the name Bill Priestap Uh-oh. in the FBI, who's the head of counterintelligence and Strzok's boss?
15: Yeah, we've heard that name, and you're going to hear more of that name. I want to go back to something you said. No, that, I right? want to
17: go back to pre-step, but you go back first. Go ahead. Well,
15: okay, so look, I mean, some members of the FBI and Department of Justice were criticizing this memo and refusing to saying we shouldn't release it when they had not yet seen it. Right. They had no idea what was in it, and they were condemning the memo and saying we were re- reckless for releasing it, and they, they had not seen it. And look, when we wrote this memo, we were very, very careful. Well, we knew we wanted to release it.
17: Congressman, look, we saw it, there was nothing in there that brought this guy down or that, that revealed right. a source or a method but i want to go back to precept and yep, i want my listen. audience to remember this name bill Priestap. and i'll tell you why i'm asking i don't like that i haven't heard of him we've heard of the whole hierarchy everybody on that seventh floor and there's one guy we don't hear about and that precept Comey threw him under the bus and mm-hmm. said that this guy who was Strzok's boss told Comey not to advise Congress of certain things. And the fact that we haven't heard from pre tells me he's cooperating with someone
15: Uh-oh. or what? Well, look, I'm going to be careful on this. Because I know you are. <laughs> I'm not sure what we can say on this. And believe me, I don't want to be mm. the headline of Chris Stewart reveals a bunch of sensitive or classified information. That's okay. Information. It's good for the show. Go ahead. Well, and that's what, of course, some people would hope that we would do. But, but look, there's this thing that Director Comey surrounded himself. That's all you need to know.
8: He couldn't comment on him. Judge Jean's a smart lady. And she's like, is this guy singing? Is he the canary? Is he giving the goods? Maybe he is. That's why it sucks. We have no patience. But I think there's a lot of stuff working on the inside that is going to take a lot of these people down. And I know you're just like me or like my wife more likely. I don't care. I'm just sick of this stuff. Nobody ever pays the price. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. Is Sessions doing anything, you think? Uh, I think he's overseeing all of this. Yes.
9: Hmm.
8: I think Trump, may, maybe, to, again, who knows? This is just a wild idea. This is your conspiracy. Remember when Trump was going after Sessions like nine months ago? Oh, yeah. He's not doing anything. Maybe that was all smoke and mirrors to give cover. Like he's really upset and everything else. That way the media, nobody would suspect this is actually happening behind the scenes. Because Trump seems like, you know, he's a businessman. If somebody's not doing a good job, you fire him. Right? Fired Comey. He doesn't care. So maybe they're, they're dotting their I's and crossing their T's. As we speak, they gotta collect evidence. It's not like a banana republic where all of a sudden you could drag a person out, throw them in jail. So this guy, pre step, was Peter Stroke's boss. What if he is saying everything? If Peter Stroke knew a lot, this guy knew a lot too. And you have the Evelyn Farkas from a year ago, and then you have the email. I mean, I think we're 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 doing a lot right here, aren't we? So anyway. I just wanted you to hear that. 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. You can comment if you'd like. We also to get to the story about um, a school mandating that nobody, no girl, nobody else, no boy either, say no if someone asks you to a dance. Really? We'll get to that. And then, why not? Call number 7, 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. 5678 You will get the last $100 gift card to... Uh, Gift certificate to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics, $100 for a chocolate and strawberry facial. Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics, if you don't get it, go buy one. You will thank me for it. Here's Fox.
5: Kids could have to change their high school. I'm Greg Paul, KNSD News. It's a proposal that could change the Tucson Union School District high school your kid attends. The district is dealing with overcrowding at a few high schools. To alleviate the problem, the district superintendent is considering changing the district's boundary lines and will offer his proposal at today's governing board meeting. Board members may vote to move forward on the plan. The superintendent is also proposing a timeline of public hearings in April and May, then a final vote by the board in June. Republican State Representative Todd Clodfelter has introduced a ballot referendum that would ask Arizona voters whether they want to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Clodfelter says he believes marijuana legalization is an eventuality in Arizona.
11: I am convinced that within the next two to three years, if we don't manage it from the legislative body, it will be here in a public initiative and our hands will be tied for any any changes that may need to be made. He
5: says as a legislature, lawmakers must decide if they want recreational marijuana imposed through a potentially poorly crafted initiative or do they want to help write the law where they can fully vet each measure. And are you ready for some baseball? Diamondbacks pitchers and catchers report for spring training camp today in Scottsdale. The first workout is tomorrow. Position players must report by Sunday with the first full squad workout next Monday. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790. Two sons, most stimulating talk.
0: Your wife.
8: Congrats, Ted. A whole bunch of chicks tried to win, and they are mad.
9: I'm sure I'm, they're mad.
8: I know. And listen, I apologize. Yep. I didn't do anything wrong, though. I shouldn't apologize. I thank you for listening. Yeah. You should just go treat yourself to -to cheek-to-cheek aesthetics. You will thank me for it. I mean, you're so excited to win the gift certificate. Just go there on Broadway near Swan. They are great people, phenomenal people. And if my wife didn't trust me, if my wife didn't have a good experience there, I would not be able to fake it, okay? I would not be able to, yeah, you should go, no, 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 no. Well, it is your fault because had you said caller number eight instead. When I picked up number
9: eight just to tell them that they lost, it was a nice lady. How do you know? You know nothing about her. Wow, she sounded nice. That's okay. all I need to know. That's cool. Yeah, there you go. All
8: right. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, again, Susan Rice writes an email that was discovered by Republican Senator Chuck Grassley. She wrote it inauguration day. On inauguration day, before you leave, you got to write a CYA letter. And it's about a meeting that she had with Obama and Jim Comey. Even though Jim Comey said he didn't really have any meetings with Obama except for twice. Hmm. And, uh, and Sally Yates, who hates Trump. And apparently, she said, we had a meeting January 5th, and Obama said, do everything by the book when it comes to law enforcement and uh, intelligence agencies, when it comes to Russia and everything else. And he meant he he made sure all by the book. Right. Magically comes out a week after the text between the FBI lovers say, POTUS wants to be briefed on everything we're doing. He wants to know everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Second thing, I think you need to know... Uh, is, and this is a good one, you have uh, the federal government, they have uh, actually run a surplus in January. Spent less than what they collected. How about that? And then, record number of U.S. small business owners say it's a good time to expand. A record of, Not just like up, a record number. This is from Bloomberg. Never happened once, to my recollection, under Obama. Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona uh, voters may be asked to vote again on the minimum wage hike. They can't get rid of it, but you could get rid of everything else. It'd stay at 10 bucks. Wouldn't go to 15 uh, other rules that were voted upon that are included, including a uh, three mandatory sick days for everybody, but all gone uh, because look, look, look at the companies getting their own money back. They're paying their own employees more. I mean, that's, I don't, three things I think you need to know really quick. I don't understand why people still demand this stuff. Like I, I saw, I was watching Fox business a little bit yesterday and, and they had, uh, there were uh, marches in Chicago by fast food workers, 15, 15. You know what? Get a different job. You work at McDonald's. It's no offense. You don't deserve 15 bucks an hour to work at McDonald's. Well, it's not fair. I got to pay. Try harder in life. We all have to, we all make decisions, right? We all do. You know, other companies that were making, they were paying less than nine or 10 or now paying 11, 12, 14, 15 bucks an hour. Banks across the country, businesses across the country, they're all paying more because they got their own money back. So these, these dopes that are being convinced by union people and Democrats that they need to do this stuff to ruin businesses should only think for themselves and say, wait a second. If the government takes less money, less of the, the company's money, whether it's small, medium, or big, they, could, they actually are using that money to pay their own employees more? Well, I want the government to take less money. Why should the government take those corporations' money, the big business, small business meeting, why should they take their money? If they give them their money back, they will grow their business. I mean, Trump tax cuts come in, and again, record number of U.S. small business owners say it's a good time to expand. Side note, the city of Tucson, led by a bunch of maniacs that don't understand anything, go on a retreat a week and a half ago and say, we are uh, running out of money. Uh, We think we need to raise taxes soon. So you want to do the opposite of what works. They not look around and say, you know what, maybe we should copy that. Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Copy it.
9: They won't because that means you're admitting you're wrong. Yeah, about I guess that's what it is. And you can't be wrong
8: when you're in government stuff. Anywhere. My wife can't admit she's wrong. Good thing you're never wrong. Never. Never. I tell people because people say, I agree 99% of what you say. You know, not everything. It's all right, my wife doesn't agree with everything I say, but that's why she's wrong sometimes. Standard answer. So uh, there's... (laughs) Thank you. Yep. Like that couch. Um, Leave me alone. Let's play uh, number 11. There is a middle school in Utah that apparently never told parents that they have a policy. When there's a dance, if somebody asks you to dance, the student must say yes. Have you been rejected? I've been rejected because people are stupid. Chicks are dumb. Screw them. I'm better. Anyway, <clears throat> not bitter. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, you know, we've all had crushes on people. I remember in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, there was, I mean, there was a girl that I had a crush on, and she totally rejected me. Because you are too good looking for her. Probably. My, she knew my, it. My mom got very mad because that's what Jewish mothers do. <laughs> She may have called the girl's mom, too. I don't know, but that may have happened. Oh, I hope it did. Yeah, I think it did, actually. So good. Uh, anyway. Y'all's
9: daughter. Yeah, your
8: daughter's not good enough for my son, who's 12. Anyway. Um, so, anyway, this Utah middle school never told parents that we make students say yes. They must say yes when asked to a, to dance at a Valentine's Day party. What if the kid doesn't want to dance? What are the daughters like? No, I find that boy gross. It's okay, but why are you going to the to the dance then? To stand around? Yeah. Have you not seen a middle school dance? I have. Yeah, the boys on one side, girls on the other. They never, they never dance together. It doesn't happen. They're each on they're on walls, opposite walls. So anyway, uh, parents never knew about this, but the administration said yes. We want students to say yes when someone asks you to dance. What's the reason behind it? Listen to the principal, Lane Finley. Listen to this. Here we go.
4: Lane
11: Finley with the Weber School District confirms it's a rule, but it's meant to teach students how to be
8: inclusive.
13: Oh. Please be respectful. Be polite. We want to promote kindness. And so, uh, you know, we want you to say yes when somebody asks you to dance.
8: Oh, yeah. So then the kids are brainwashed. They have to say yes to everything. What is this? Yes, man? With Jim Carrey? So every time you see the you know Sarah McLaughlin on the the TV with the dogs in the cold, you got oh, you know, I I can't say no. I, yes, I gotta be inclusive, gotta be kind. It's gotta be kind. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh and then every every time somebody asks you for that, hey man, you got a dollar? Oh yeah, gotta be kind, gotta be inclusive. What kind of a stupid thing is this? Rejection is part of life. When the kids go to try to get a job, you know what? They're gonna be rejected from some of them. It's going to happen. I mean, talk about just making kids into snowflakes. They're not going to be able to take the ups and downs in life. What a stupid thing to do. No. I Imagine your daughter saying, I was forced to dance with this boy and this boy. Excuse me? You were forced to dance? Then we're going to think, right, with the whole Me Too movement? Well, I had to do this and I had to do that. This is horrible, horrible. One mom in this story said, psychologically, my daughter keeps coming to me and saying, I can't say no to a boy. I can't say no to a boy. Rejection is part of life. This is like the equivalent of also uh, the winning and losing. No, nobody loses. Nobody wins. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. There are winners and losers and everything. And let me tell you something. My kid's now five. He's been going to daycare since he's 12 weeks old, right? My oldest. Um, ever since he can walk, he and his friends race and they compete. They compete, so they compete over everything. One of his little friends slept over our house last month. They get up Saturday morning. What do you want for breakfast? French toast. Gotta make him French toast. I make them both French toast. I cut both up. They're on two plates. I cut them both up, and I put the plates in front of them. And I look at my brother, my my son's little friend Brody, and I go to put syrup on it. And you know what he says? Yes, I'm first. They keep score. They know winning and losing. It's the stupid adults that can't take it. Oh God, I just good thing my kid's gonna be in T-ball coming up next month. I'm gonna be. I'll be the one keeping score. By the way. Uh eight fifty one, we'll continue in four. Get your comments. KNST aim seven ninety two sons most stimulating talk. Uh when I uh, when I'm gonna be out there with my son playing T ball, I'll have my good feet, Arch supports and my sneakers. And I'll be able to field grounders, uh whatever he hits off the tee, whatever I throw to him, I'm out there. I'm able to play with my son, soccer, baseball, uh street hockey, whatever it might be, because I have the good feet art supports. Are you gonna get ready to go out and play sports with your kids or your grandkids? Or you want to do it, but you just can't because you're in pain. Your feet hurt. Your knees hurt. Your back hurts. And you think, I'm getting old. I just can't get out there like I used to. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be that way. Don't think that that's normal because it's not. Don't think you need risky surgery or painkillers. Just go to the Good Feet store. It takes only 30 minutes. That's it. 30 minutes. You get a session with a one-on-one, a one-on-one session with an arch support specialist. 30 minutes. They, they take a footprint of your foot. They do a balance test, a posture test. You will leave there living a pain-free life you will leave, you will leave there saying i wish i'd have done this earlier i wish i would have done this earlier. i wish i'd have listened to garrett and done this earlier and you'll be able to get out there and enjoy life and spend a lot of time with the kids and the grandkids out walking playing sports hiking biking you name it go to the good feet store lifetime guarantee on these they fit in all your shoes and sneakers grant and swan right next to bed bath and beyond call 800 new walk for good feet your art sports store E3
3: turn up your radio.
10: Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute.
16: All right, the Destroy Trump fake news media Democrats, they've done their best to misinform you, the American people, of course, over a year breathlessly, hysterically, obsessively telling you that then-candidate Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 election. Now, there's a new poll out showing that you, the American people, see right through this. right part reported the Investors Business Daily tip poll shows 55% of Americans believe it's likely the obama administration spied on donald trump's campaign and furthermore a majority 54 percent want to see a special counsel appointed to investigate quote whether the fbi and doj improperly surveilled the trump campaign so despite the best efforts of your fake news media you the american people have proven well that you don't believe the whole fake news networks out there do you
3: check out the sean
10: hannity radio
3: show later today right here
10: Hiring is important.
0: People are what make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter makes it simple. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day.
9: The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
0: Relating talk. Russia will try to meddle in our elections again. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what the CIA director tells a Senate hearing.
11: I agree with Director Pompeo. This is not going to change or stop.
0: NSA Director Admiral Mike Rogers and all the other top intelligence officials testifying said the same thing. Fox's Rachel Sutherland live
2: in Washington. Dave, the heads of intelligence agencies did agree that the threat from Russia is real and ongoing. Committee Vice Chair Mark Warner asked Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats who's in charge of making sure propaganda stays off social media. There's
18: no single agency... uh, uh quote, in charge. There are several agencies uh, throughout the federal government that have equities in this.
2: Democrats are expected to grill intelligence chiefs about the Russia probe, secret memos, and alleged spying. Dave.
0: Uh, Rachel, another issue with the hearing. Ex-White House Staff Secretary Rob Porter, who resigned amid allegations he abused his two ex-wives. There are questions about how much the White House knew and when they knew it. Democratic Senator Ron Wyden asked.
11: Was the White House informed that this could affect his security clearance?
0: FBI Director Christopher Wray answered. The FBI submitted uh, a partial report on the investigation in question uh, in March. And he says it was completed in July. We found out today U.S. troops were attacked in Syria over the weekend by pro-government
6: Russian-backed forces. An American drone destroyed a Russian-made T-72 battle tank after U.S. forces came under attack in eastern Syria Saturday, according to the U.S. Military's Central Command. No U.S. or allied troops were hurt. Three pro-regime forces inside the tank were killed by a U.S. MQ-9 Reaper drone. After the tank fired on U.S. Special Operations forces, and allied. Syrian fighters near the Euphrates River outside ez-Zor.
0: Fox's Lucas Tomlinson of the Pentagon. Those same pro-Syrian troops attacked Americans last week, leading to a U.S. air strike that killed more than 100 enemy fighters. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 76 points. Fox News, fair and balanced.
8: 9.02 Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sons most stimulating talk. So a uh, Democrat back in 93 who still holds office because she's a dinosaur. She talked about border security, illegal aliens, in such a way that if she were to say that today, her own party would call her a racist. You have to hear what was said in 93. And then a great story. Um, Rich college students told to share their wealth with other college students. i got to tell you about that one, too. Here's the news.
5: More than half of their firefighters quit. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The city of South Tucson is in crisis. More than half of their firefighters have resigned because of safety concerns Residents of South Tucson voiced their displeasure during a city hall meeting yesterday. City leaders want firefighters to go against a national standard and start working in teams of three instead of four. The city manager says they don't have the money to pay for four-person teams. An Arizona man is under arrest thanks to facial recognition technology.
6: When 41-year-old Jose Casas tried to renew his commercial driver's license, the Arizona Department of Transportation System found his photo closely resembled to others in the ADOT database dot detectives say Casas had applied for his license using a stolen identity and had two other Arizona licenses under stolen identities. He's accused of using those stolen identities to open a business and buy a home. Casas is charged with several counts of forgery and fraud, as well as mortgage fraud.
5: That's Deborah Dale reporting. An Arizona lawmaker introduces a resolution to undo most of Proposition 206. The Citizen Initiative drove Arizona's minimum wage up from $8.05 to its current 10.50, and by 2020, it'll be $12 an hour. However, Republican State Senator Sylvia Allen has introduced a resolution that would ask voters to freeze the minimum wage at 10.50 and repeal the law that requires employers to provide paid sick leave. In addition, it would create a new law prohibiting municipalities from adopting a minimum wage higher than the state's, If the resolution passes both the House and Senate, the Secretary of State would put the question before voters in November. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
8: You know what I'm saying? What is it? Come on. I don't even know what it is. 907, that's what it is. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. No, we do have this style. We do. Well, maybe not. I'm a class. Well, we have something. And it smells nice. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, dude, the swamp is nervous. Oh, are they nervous? ho, 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 ho. Uh, Susan Rice, who was discovered, Susan Rice, the former national security advisor to Obama, the Benghazi liar, she wrote an email to herself on January 20th of last year, Inauguration Day, right before she was, she was probably packing up her office, having people do it. She writes an email to herself recapping a meeting from January 5th, 15 days earlier, where Obama her, Jim Comey, who only had two meetings with Obama, so he said... And Sally Yates, a Trump hater, were in the White House where she claims President Obama made it clear that we need to do everything by the book. Law enforcement, intelligence agencies, we're not going to mess with them. And with Russia, everything by the book, by the book, by the book. Funny how that magically comes out. And Chuck Grassley found the Republican Center right after last week when texts were revealed showing Obama wants to know everything what's going on with the Russia investigation. That's from the Peter Stroke, Lisa Page text. Funny how that happens, huh? And we played in the last hour also. The Or is it the 7 o'clock? No, it was the last hour. Uh, The Evelyn Farkas soundbites, where she admitted if the Trump people knew how we got information, how we knew, when we knew, and what we knew. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Watch out. They are nervous. This was a CYA email in the world. I mean, like, insulting. It's just so dumb. Oh crap, what'd we break? Let's just write something about uh we're sorry that it happened afterwards and say it was before. Okay. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know. Uh we got a double whammy on the economy, a double positive. Uh a surplus. January brought a surplus to the federal government. Holy crap. A what? Yes, a surplus. The first surplus. Apparently. The Treasury collected about $361 trillion in tax revenue. Can you believe that? We can't build a wall. They collected $361 trillion in January alone. They spent about $311 trillion. They had just over $49 million surplus. Wow. How about that? Also, This never happened during the Obama administration. Record, uh, Bloomberg, record number of U.S. small business owners say it's a good time to expand. Why? Because they got their own money back and they have less regulations. Hey, how about that one, huh? Crazy. Record number. Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona voters may get a redo at the minimum wage law that dumb people voted for last year. Yes, if you did, you're dumb. It would still keep it at 10 bucks an hour, but it wouldn't raise it at 15 It passed a, a panel, the, the state senate. If it goes to the next thing, it goes. It has to go a few hurdles, and then it could be uh, a ballot that we vote upon here in Arizona where we could undo most of it. Keep it at 10 bucks an hour, that's it. None, no rise to 15 nothing like that. No mandatory 3 days sick leave for everybody, none of that. Uh, let the free market rule, man. If it's a tight labor market, guess what? Companies will give a lot to get you. Okay. That's it. Three things I think you need to know. No, 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 no. Um, all right. So uh, let's play this. This is just awesome. Now, you know, Jeff Flake and John McCain are amnesty lovers and especially Jeff Flake. There's a story in The Washington Times about Jeff Flake. I mean, it has no chance. It's like, why waste your time and effort, dude? It says here, Stephen Dine in Washington Times. Seeking an immigration middle ground, Jeff Flake working on a bill that would outbid President Trump's amnesty, but include funding for his border wall and at least some action toward limiting the chain of family migration. Really? It's not good enough. Anyway, it's called the Pillar Act, because he thinks it's going to meet Trump's four pillars or something. Flake's plan would free local communities to cooperate with federal deportation efforts, by indemnifying them from liability over detainers. Huh? There isn't that isn't a crackdown on sanctuary cities like we want, but it would free jurisdictions that want to cooperate. Hey, that's not good enough, Jeff. But they've been frightened away by the threat of lawsuits from illegal alien advocacy groups. Uh Flakes Flake would accept Trump's border wall proposal of twenty five billion in a trust, but he would limit annual spending to one point eight billion a year. Imagine that you can only build one point eight billion of fence a year, so it would take twenty five years or twenty years or Are you serious right now, dude? Um, It would expand the universe of dreamers eligible to earn citizenship by allowing those who came before June 15, 2012 that were under 18. That right now is for DACA. So everybody gets amnesty. He'd eliminate the visa diversity lottery, recapturing the 50,000 annual immigration passes, using them to reward science and technology students and investors and cut the backlog of family migration. Give it to them. So he really wants a big amnesty push, doesn't he? And he's a conservative. He's a Republican, really. Um, you know who was more conservative than he is now? Let's go back to Dianne Feinstein in 1993. Senator Dianne Feinstein. Yes, she was around as a senator 25 years ago. That's part of the problem. Dianne Feinstein in 1993 about na- trying to you know what's going to make me like NAFTA because it wasn't in effect yet. NAFTA, and then you have um. Well, just illegal immigration. Remember, she's a senator from California. This is Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein. If she's, She is, in 93, more to what you want than Jeff Flake is now. Where's the country gone? Listen to DiFi. Talk to the media. Here we go.
4: When you come to these two borders, you have to remember a couple of things. In Mexico, there is no welfare. There is no AFDC. There is no SSI there is no Medicaid, there is no Social Security, there is no Medicare, and there's a fifty-eight-cent-an-hour minimum wage. Mexico does nothing to enforce its border. It is my view that if we are going to have a North American free trade agreement, that Mexico must do its share because the day when America could be the welfare system for Mexico is gone. We simply can't afford it. Wow. And I think you've seen the figures to state and local governments of what the cost is. It's over $2 billion wow. in California alone. Wow. And I have those figures if you want them in specific uh, in my purse.
8: Hang on. What else is in your purse? You know what she has in her purse, too? is a gun. Seriously. She's anti-gun, but she carried a gun. Maybe we have the sound bites. because I think she was shot at or her husband was shot at. I forget which one. I was say, years and years and years ago I Say hot sauce but no that's different diff- soda different democrat how about that would not she be called a racist today for all the stuff she's saying we can't afford this especially in california i'm sorry did you hear di fi in the last few months talk about why it's a mistake that california is a sanctuary city a state excuse me a sanctuary state and they're losing money like crazy it's costing them billions and they're broke she's not saying anything like that is is she now why do you think she changed How could she change her view so dramatically from 25 years ago to now? Democrats were like normal then, weren't they? Wow. So uh, what made her change? They need voters. That's what it comes down to. They need new voters. If Democrats just kept that message for all those years, they'd probably still be in power. You do realize that, don't you? I mean, California's going broke. It gets even better. Just listen. Here we go.
4: Uh, And that's why the issue is now joined with two million illegal immigrants. It's it's a competition for space. Whether the space is a job, the space is a home, a place in a classroom, it becomes a competition for space. This is a country that's based on immigration, and we all know that. What? And yet at times you become so overtaxed, you have to concentrate on saying the people who should be here are those who come legally at this time. And we've got to, for the time being, enforce our borders.
8: Wow. Nineteen ninety-three Democratic Senator Diane Feinstein. Behind her, by the way, in this video, it's on my it's on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it, please. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Janet Reno looking all tough and stuff and you know, I love just the 90s. Everything with the 90s is just awful when it comes to your wardrobe. I mean, the glasses with the tint and... Yeesh. Anyway, uh, that was August 19th, 1993. August 19th, 1993, when things were normal, man. I mean, you could even go back to Hillary in '03. We have that soundbite where she talked about illegal immigrants being a problem in New York when she was a senator there. I mean... Schumer in 09 talking about illegal immigration and Dick Durbin talking about chain migration just a few years ago and how it's bad. They all changed their minds because they're all just a bunch of leeches. They can't be trusted because they need new voters. They can't win. How do you know that, Garrett? Hillary's former communications person, Jen Palmer, remember the, was it last month? The email, she now works for a liberal progressive group, I think it's Center for American Progress. She sent off an email. And she said, we must, and it was internal, we must tell our politicians, stand the ground. We need to, We need amnesty for everyone, or we have no chance of winning future elections. It's black and white. It's black and white. 880-KNST, eight eight Wouldn't it be nice if we had two senators today that were as honest and tough and pro-America and America first as Diane Feinstein was in 1993? Man. 880 KNST. eight eight zero five six seven eight. They just change so much. By the way, more Democrats are flexible on this wall. I think they realize they're going to lose. They have no leverage. Uh Congressman Don Beyer. Let's play him real fast. Uh he's on MSNBC with some guy. Who knows? Who cares? Doesn't even matter, right? Number ten. Don Beyer. Um, part of this is good, part of this is bad. Here we go. But what could you accept? Could you accept some funding for the wall? Yes, I think so. I mean I don't
0: think twenty, it has to be, 20 billion Well, I don't I don't know what the number is, but I think Democrats are willing to compromise. They just don't want to see something that is so wholeheartedly punitive on the immigration policy we've had the last 50 years. Diversity lottery, Mm. could
5: you accept changes to that? All
8: good.
0: Changes, yes. Elimination, no. Why? If you totally eliminate the diversity lottery, then people from um, the the less affluent countries, um, especially think sub-Saharan Africa, are never going to have a chance to come to the United States.
8: So why? Run on that. Run on that. Say it louder. Go ahead, please. How is your life going to be better if we allow fewer people from sub-Saharan Africa in here? What's the difference? Why do we want to bring in more people that can't support themselves? Like what Dianne Feinstein said in 1993, it's about space. It's about classroom size. It's about the fact we can't afford this anymore. How about that? Then there's this story. From the Washington Examiner, Senator Richard Blumenthal, who says he was in Vietnam, but he wasn't in Vietnam. Anyway, he was on a radio show in New York, and he said Democrats can be flexible on border barriers. Let Trump call it a wall. If the president wants to call it a wall, so be it. Yeah, we have to be flexible as Democrats on border security and fund physical structures and fences that resemble a wall. If he wants to call it a wall, so be it. They're cracking. He's playing games. They're cracking. He's playing word games. Oh, yeah, of course they are. Because he doesn't want to get his base upset, but he realizes there's no way to win. There's no way to win. He's cracking. So there's that. 880 knst NST 880-5670. You can react to this. We have the swamp getting nervous. They're trying to get Bob Corker to run again. But before we do that, a university, uh a university is apparently some students are telling rich students. Share your wealth. Redistribute it, you rich college students. Give it to us. Give it to us. We'll get to that because it is just, it's really good. It's really good. Don't you go anywhere. Morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792. sounds most stimulating talk. Lewis. Ah, uh, Mr. Ons. Uh, I'm telling you, people are loving Mr. Ons. We, I was out at um uh at the Pareto Homes on Saturday at the Mattamy Home. The Sycamore model. A lady comes up to me. She goes, you know what? I have a party. I have people coming into town, 12 people. I called Mr. Ons. I'm going there just because you do commercials for him. And I called there, and I talked to his wife, and I said that to him. I'm like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Whether it is a uh, just a night out with the honey, a celebration, a birthday, a job promotion, you want to take the kids out, also to have a fun time, Mr. Ons is a great place to go to eat. It is a Japanese steakhouse on Oracle and Rudisill. teppanyaki's tables everywhere, and the food is delicious. I mean... We were actually talking about it at uh, at that uh, Mattamy home event. And we had a salesperson. They She's like, oh, my God, the fried rice. The I'm telling you, the fried rice they make right in front of you with the garlic butter. You don't get food fresher. It's cooked right in front of you. you. Watch the whole thing. It is just delicious. Of course, Mr. Ons has a great bar area as well and a great patio. And phenomenal happy hour. Do not forget the happy hour on Thursday. KNST extended happy hour, 4 to 8. I'll be there next week. We're going to do next week after Valentine's week for the beer club from in there. But you can go there this Thursday and go have a great meal, great beer specials, drink specials, 4 to 8 in honor of KNST, only at Mr. Allen's, Oracle and Rudisil. Find out
19: more at MrAllenTucson.com.
8: 39033.
19: Good morning. This market update is brought to you by the Greenberg Financial Group. After the major index has closed sharply higher in the previous session, U.S. stocks are trading lower in choppy trade Tuesday as a recent rise in interest rates raised worry about the tightening of monetary policy. Stock market volatility has roared back recently and increasing inflation fears and a rise in interest rates that have taken the 10-year U.S. Treasury yield up to 2.5 percent. There are no major economic reports due out Tuesday, but Cleveland Federal Reserve President Loretta Mester said that a recent market route is not impacting the the central bank's economic outlook. Two hours into the trading day, the Dow's down 60 points, S&P 500's down 3, Nasdaq's higher by 2, gold's up $5.30 an ounce, and oil's lower by 65 cents to 58.65 a barrel. In the morning stock news, Amazon is reportedly ramping up its medical supply business, and shares of AmerisourceBergen are higher on a report that Walgreens Boots Alliance has reached out to the company about a takeover. Reporting from the Greenberg Financial Group, where your money matters, this is Benjamin Fernandez on KNST. Okay.
8: Don't forget to follow me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like me and follow me because, well, why not? And then on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis, two R's, one T. If you do two T's, again, it's a weather dude somewhere in Northwest Arkansas who from time to time sends me a bunch of tweets, copies and pastes them to me, saying you pissed him off again. And all that dude does is tell you what the weather is. Leave him alone. At Garrett Lewis. 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven. It's going to be a 71 today in sunny. Rain possible tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Let's start with John. John, welcome to KNST. Hello.
18: Hey, uh, you know, let's have a resident lottery. You know, the richest zip codes around the United States. Let's go ahead and just dump a lot of the uh, problematic, uh, low-income, uneducated people on them and see how they like having stuff thrown at them where they have to deal with it.
8: You know, that's a great idea.
18: And, uh, and I real fast, I got one liberal community that's for a Trump wall.
8: Hmm. And
18: that is the Sam Hughes area. They have a big old wall right by Wienersen, so it used to let traffic through. And they walled it off to where traffic can't go through.
8: They didn't want people to cross their border into their neighborhood that weren't supposed to be there?
18: <laughs> Isn't it funny? These gated communities are so, so much for open borders and stuff, but you can't get anywhere near their property if they don't want you to.
8: <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a personal story uh, real quick. My brother... And I don't see eye to eye with my, yeah, you know this story, Ryan. Uh, my brother, who we don't always see eye to eye politically and stuff like that, because he's just a little behind and special when it comes to that. Um, we went to their house a few months ago, and uh, he and his wife decided to try to needle us. Uh, and they had like this, you know, they, they these little signs, like almost chalkboard type thing. And it was like, um, we build bridges or something. It was something. And I was like, hmm. And then I look at him and I go, that's a cute sign. I go, it's too bad that we had to go through your, uh, your gate to get to your community. Funny you can have that. when you have a, Oh, come on, don't start. Don't start, man. Don't start. And that's the answer. I'm like, really? You live in a gated community. Well, we, we didn't want it. So move.
18: Well, isn't it funny? There's more laws to protect people from drowning in your pool than there is a barrier for the oh, country. Oh,
8: that's a good point. It's a good point. You know, real quick also, you reminded me of something with your first statement. I don't know if you remember this. This is probably going back, I mean, probably six, seven years uh, Obama yep. wanted to integrate communities.
18: Yeah, but he did it the middle class. He dumped yeah. them on the middle class. They don't yeah. do it in the rich communities.
8: Yeah, where his donors are.
18: Like I said, let's let's get the richest zip codes around the country. And say, so, you know what? We need to water you down 10% with just the dregs of society and see what they have to
8: say. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. All right, thanks. Thank you, man. See ya. That's funny. I'll drive to your neighborhood if you like. I'm, I'm, you
9: live in the rich side of the Valley. I have enough
8: problems. <laughs> Shut up. I have enough problems in my neighborhood. <laughs> Is it from the city council <laughs> and the mayor?
9: Or what? I gotta get some of the
8: <laughs> don't, don't.
9: maybe. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Oh, hey, hang on.
8: Um Mike, welcome to KNSD. <laughs> Hello, Mike. Hey Garrett, how you doing? All right, what's happening? Uh
14: just a revelation. Uh these people want to bring all of these um immigrants over or want to have this lottery so these people can come over. But they don't want us to go over and make their countries better so they don't have to come over here. And I was thinking, what's the point of that? These people don't like don't want to have their own homes better so they don't have to deal with all of this stuff. I mean You what's know, I, that? I guess
8: I guess if they have some evil dictating president or something like that and a lot of these countries do have that where the you know the the governments are corrupt. The people up top keep the money, stuff like that. Now there is a department in the State Department. I believe it's U.S. Aid, um, mm-hmm. where we basically export capitalism. I know a guy used to come on the show from time to time. Great guy, uh, and and his job was to go and basically teach these. It was like teach a man to fish, so he's fed for life. They exactly. go and they, you know, they teach them about and whatever they have in their country that they can be used to make money, whether it's coffee beans or stuff like that. They they teach them how to get their business going so they can be self sufficient, so we don't have to give them as much an aid anymore, so they don't have to you know turn to bad things in order to support themselves.
14: Right, that's what they did in, in uh, Venezuela. They went over there, they opened the oil fields, they uh, started their economy going. They kept their uh, culture, but they. Um, for some reason, they didn't follow up on that, or they didn't want to follow up or something like that, and that's how Hugo Chavez got in there. Mm-hmm. There you it go. Was, it was a mess,
8: yeah. So uh, Well, that's what we need to do. We, we, we need to, you know, it is funny. I mean, again, like all the... Mexico should be clamoring for all these people to come back, or Guatemala and Honduras, but I mean... Yeah,
14: it's their country. They should they should be wanting to go back and get rid of it, uh, you know, to make get rid of these uh, corrupt politicians and make their country... Uh, a nice place because some of their, you know, the place is, is a beautiful country and the the people are nice. They just are so isolated from their own, you know, government and from their own um, their own world that they, they literally believe everything that, um, that these people are saying to them. They have no way and no incentive to actually do anything about it. All they know is they have to go north. They have to go north. They, yeah. There's just nothing there to, to help them want or to... Um, Get involved in in making their country better. From what I've seen,
8: now you're you know, There's something that's interesting though. Uh, there's new stories I've seen over the past few weeks, and I haven't seen them really ever before. Where all of a sudden, Mexico, their authorities are catching people coming up from Central America. Uh, they 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 caught them. I, I there's a new story came out yesterday. They were in like a, a tractor trailer with no AC, no water. They were like ten miners but they were coming up from uh, from Guatemala and Honduras. They're trying to yeah. get through Mexico to America, and Mexican authorities captured them. They did it again a couple of weeks ago. I wonder if there's some behind-the-scenes stuff going on in regards to NAFTA being redone. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff happening that we don't know about. Because I don't remember they, any stories about this in the past, where Mexico would go out of their way to capture illegal aliens going through yeah. just to get to America.
14: Yeah, they would. well, they would capture them, but they wouldn't um, They wouldn't send them back. They would put them in prison or put them in, in some kind of a... Mm. You know a, a labor i mean they we didn't get a lot of these from. I've got a friend who was uh part of of ice or at least he was working for for immigration stuff, and he used to say they didn't get that many now they're starting to get a lot of you know they they're not getting as many as they used to. I'm getting confused, sorry, That's I just right. woke up anyway <laughs> but they're they're saying that yeah the <laughs> influx has changed, but mexico is 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 not you know, keeping them they're actually sending them back. So yeah, they're they're starting to change their policies a little bit too, and there's something going on.
8: Yeah, I know something definitely is going on. Yeah, thank you for the phone call; I do appreciate it. I'm just running short on time, but something is going on, that, and we'll eventually find out about it. Uh, but again, the media—what do they concentrate on? And maybe there's a reason for that. Let Trump do this. Look at my right hand while my left hand does this. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, we'll get. Listen, I'll get more reaction. I got to get to this story also. Coming back. About how uh, Columbia University? What is Columbia University like? Sixty? It's at least sixty thousand bucks a year, isn't it? So, I mean, I'll look up the exact stuff. Uh, so you got some well-off people that go there. Well, now the poor students that go to Columbia are telling the rich ones, "Give me your money!" Oh, what is that going to make them now? You got to hear this. It's it's incredible. It's coming up right now, nine thirty-three on KNST. Here's the latest from five.
5: Kids could have to change their high school. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. It's a proposal that could change the Tucson Union School District high school your kid attends. The district is dealing with overcrowding at a few high schools. To alleviate the problem, the district superintendent is considering changing the district's boundary lines and will offer his proposal at today's governing board meeting. Board members may vote to move forward on the plan. The superintendent is also proposing a timeline of public hearings in April and May, then a final vote by the board in June. Republican State Representative Todd Clodfelter has introduced a ballot referendum that would ask Arizona voters whether they want to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Clodfelter says he believes marijuana legalization is an eventuality in Arizona.
11: I am convinced that within the next two to three years, if we don't manage it from the legislative body, it will be here in a public initiative and our hands will be tied for any any changes that may need to be made.
5: He says as a legislature, lawmakers must decide if they want recreational marijuana imposed through a potentially poorly crafted initiative or do they want to help write the law where they can fully vet each measure. And are you ready for some baseball? Diamondbacks pitchers and catchers report for spring training camp today in Scottsdale. The first workout is tomorrow. Position players must report by Sunday with the first full squad workout next Monday. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. This is Wes Callison.
8: There's a time when you really have to ask yourself, you know, can mom and dad take care of their home? And it could be annoying because they could depend on you and you're trying to take care of them because that's just what you do. And then you got to take care of your family and then it just gets going and going and going and you get resentful because you're busy and you're stressed. That's why you need to look at retirement communities. How about the only one that is locally owned and operated right here in Tucson? Cascades. Cascades of Tucson has a 40-year history of award-winning service to seniors. And it's all different lifestyles. Whatever you need... Well, that's what lifestyle you get at Cascades of Tucson. You can have active living where, you know, it's just too much to to do laundry and change light bulbs and and do this other stuff and take care of the home because you get the housekeeping, you get the laundry, you get those kinds of services. Right. Uh, So they have active living where it's like adult summer camp. There's assisted living. People need some help. You got assisted living. Uh, There's respite programs at Cascades of Tucson uh, where you get the same services, amenities that well people that live there all the time do. And then there's the assisted, uh, sorry, there's memory support. That's the real, that's the big one. Individualized memory support. That is at Cascades of Tucson as well. RNs, LPNs, certified caregivers, all there to make sure that, well, people are taken care of. And again, five floor plans to choose from. Five different kinds of floor plans. Phenomenal views of mountains. Uh, The courtyard, the pool, immaculately, immaculately taken care of. It's great. And no matter what apartment you choose, you can select the support and services that you need. You customize your lifestyle at Cascades of Tucson. And to celebrate their 40th year anniversary, you got to move in by February 28th to get this, but you get 40 free meal tickets or $600 off your non-refundable move-in fee. Take the tour Cascades, 777-1376 and go to cascadestucson.com. 942, thank you for hanging out. The interview that I did a couple hours ago with uh, Mike Zinken calling out the lying Oro Valley Town Council and the mayor and everybody else because, I mean, they are... Lying to people about how much money the golf course is losing, and they're taking other tax money collected, the bed tax, to help pay for uh improvements that was all supposed to be covered by the sales tax increase. It ain't looking too good there. That interview I did with Mike will be up at knst.com. It's got to be up pretty early because we have a place to go, don't we, Ryan? So, what do you think? We can, you know, get it up by what, 10 30? Easily. Okay, that's cool. It'll be there on my iHeartRadio channel, iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis, iHeartRadio app. If you have that, you should. What do you want me to do again? Search Garrett Lewis. Okay. stuff oh. stuff uh and, and then i'll put it on my page also at knst.com and on my facebook page it'll be everywhere i want you to hear it and share it three things i think you need to know we've been talking about it all morning um susan rice the former nsa director the liar for obama lied about benghazi chuck grassley a senator finds an email that she sent january 20th inauguration day her last day of work. Recapping a January 5th Oval Office meeting with her, Comey, even though Comey said he didn't really meet with Obama except for twice. Uh, uh, who else? Oh, yeah, there were some other officials there as well. Sally Yates, where Obama apparently stressed to them, we got to do everything by the book when it comes to the Russia investigation. Yeah, this comes out now. Okay. Uh-huh. CYA. I don't buy it for a second. I know you don't either. Second thing that I think you need to know, by the way, I have that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. The second thing I think you need to know. Uh, is that, uh and I got corrected on this, I said trillions, I'm sorry, it's billions. Thank you, Richard. Billions in tax revenue. The first, uh January brought a surplus. The government collected more tax revenues than it spent. How about that? Thank you very much. By about $49 billion. Uh Also, Bloomberg has a story. Record number of U.S. small business owners say it's a good time to expand. Again, why didn't that happen with Obama? Just saying. You can answer the question if you'd like. Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona voters could get another crack in the minimum wage law. They stupidly voted for it last year, right? Uh, now, it would cap it at 10 bucks an hour, but it wouldn't raise it to 15 if it gets to you. It's still being worked through the, the state legislature, but it would be up to the voters. We could get rid of that 15 an hour crap. Um, three things I think you need to know. Let me tell you why that
9: expansion didn't happen under, uh, under Obama. What? Because he was setting up the framework to make it happen. After you Oh, that's office.
8: right. That's what that's what, what's his name said yesterday? We played it yesterday. I mean, Robert Reich. Just give credit where credit is due, Garrett. Robert Reich. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't build that? Yeah, I know. <clears throat> no, the government did it. That's what he thought. All right, so uh all right, we got we got to get a couple of couple of thank you. A couple of quickies in right here. Uh this is one of my favorite stories right here. Columbia University. We looked at 57,000 a year in tuition fees. Now, you want to add everything to it? 74 grand a year, right? Two Columbia, this is from Campus Reform. Columbia, two Columbia University students are inviting their upper middle and upper class peers to a workshop to talk about their obligation to redistribute our own wealth. Yes, even though it's not really their own wealth, redistribute our own wealth. Now, it's in New York City, Columbia University. Probably got a bunch of people that. um, let's just say don't agree with my point of view this is great this is great what is it you know what this is going to do this is going to make these people that say but wait it's my money i mean this is going to open their eyes right? you'd hope the event description asserts that quote our wealth comes from a fundamentally unequal and exploitative economy Saying people are denied basic necessities so that a small percent can hoard millions and billions of dollars. By the way, ever see poor people here? Big screen TVs, Playstations, air conditioning, heat. Uh Uh-huh. So again, think about it. You have a whole bunch of people at Columbia that say, you're rich. That money you have is really my money. You are obligated to redistribute that money, to share it with the rest of us. Now, again, what if those other people are a bunch of libs that, you know, believe that the tax cut is bad and rich people are evil even though they have money. You think it's going to make them want to turn it over? Like, you know what? You're right. Here, take my money. I mean, if they're stupid enough to go to this workshop, that's your obligation to give away your own wealth. If they're dumb enough to go, will it open their eyes to say this is stupid? Will that change the way they they see things in life? Right? Will they see it? Will they sit back and say, you know what? I really thought that Bernie Sanders was right about stuff. But now that it's really hit me personally, where somebody wants my money, they say that they are owed what my parents worked hard for and what I've worked hard for. That's just not right. <clears throat> Welcome to the club. Isn't that great? Maybe. Columbia University. I mean, isn't it hard to get into there? Don't you have to be smart? Apparently not. Yeah, I know. Uh, class Goal privilege home. class privilege, and radical redistribution. That's what the workshop is called. Class privilege. <laughs> class privilege and radical redistribution organized by Columbia University students Amy Wang and Claire Klinger. What a name. Wang and Klinger. Effect. Wang and Klinger. Yes, cling to your money. They'll feature a roundtable discussion learning about our obligation to redistribute our own wealth this is this is incredible do, stuff do they have any money to di- to
9: redistribute I don't know that's the question because if it's people who who I'm sorry to say aren't uh, working hard and have the cashola on them yeah why is it my job to give you what I've heard What I've worked my butt off because for?
8: it's not fair that you have it you're stopping it you're hoarding it How's you that? should well, share yes. it. there's no reason you should have a bank account with a hundred thousand dollars in it why not because that money, my but there are people that have like $800 in there and they need that to get stuff. It's like able, you holding on to that is just not fair, Ryan. Here's what I need from you, Klinger
9: or Wang, Wang Klinger. <laughs> uh, I need a list of things that people want so I can approve them for my money.
8: What no, no, you'll get nothing and like it. <laughs> what? You'll get nothing. Go judge Smales. You'll get nothing and like it. So it says here, it says here. The event description. Do you pay full tuition? Are you graduating debt-free? Do you feel uncomfortable about how much money your family has and avoid the topic as much oh, as possible? Oh God, what? Maybe you haven't met our president.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs> 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 yeah. So um, it says here uh, the students will spend uh, about half, I guess the first half of the event, mapping out how our families came into money and what communities that money is extracted from. Really, like you go in. So, like I get a paycheck. Somehow, it comes from poor people. Like I just take. I just knock on their door. Give me that money. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. You're not knocking on doors. You're
9: like kicking open the the boxes wow. or something. You're that mean guy. Yeah, give, me, give it. Give it. Give me that.
8: Give me that. It's not yours. You didn't build it. Anyway, it's like a bag with a dollar sign on it. They are going to explore how to mobilize our financial privilege to support marginalized people. Wow. They said the workshop is relevant to a majority of students at Columbia as nearly half of all Columbia undergrads pay full tuition. Sixty percent of students come from the top 20 percent. I mean, unless they're ready to give it, they're going to turn a bunch of people into conservatives. They really are. This starts with recognizing that our wealth comes from a fundamentally unequal and exploitative economy. They write people are denied basic needs like housing, food and health care. I thought Obamacare helped. No. So a small percent can hoard millions and billions of dollars. They just hoard it. They swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. They That's just what I do. they just jump in the gold coin of pools. Uh, yeah. Backstroke or pool of gold coins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Liza Roy, Liza, Liza Roy, the organizer of Ready? Columbia Marxists, chimed in suggesting perhaps a better solution to dealing with class guilt would be to fight for a society that allows students to graduate from college debt free. Yeah, just don't pay. Nobody's actually going to, you know, nobody's going to get paid. The professors won't get paid. The electric company won't get paid. No, no, no. Yeah. She then uh, commented encouraging students to attend the frequently asked questions about Marxism event Monday night, all at Columbia University. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now that Wang and Klinger said, listen, our purpose is not to create a sense of guilt on the part of wealthy students. Yeah, right. But... It's creating an awareness and a sense of responsibility. You should be responsible for other people by just giving everything you've worked for away. Now, again, everybody has the chance to do what they want to do in life. You make the chance. Study for the test. Don't study. Pass, fail. Show up for work. Don't show up for work. This work the hard. American Don't work dream, hard. Right? Yeah, again, you, that's the beauty of the freedom to try or to not try. It's up to you. And this is why, and I've told you my story plenty of times. I moved out from Long Island, 500 bucks in my pocket. I chose to do that. Uh, I chose to move to Waco, Texas. I chose to do this stuff. Other people do not. That's fine. But I've earned everything that I have. So keep your grubby paws off. Um, Students should, this is ready. Students should, quote, acknowledge our class and wealth access in the white supremacist, settler, colonialist, capitalist context in which it exists. And rather than hiding from it and feeling guilty, take steps towards redistributing that wealth. Funding the movements led by the poor and working class people. Which we are see, which, which, which are we see creating a world we want to live in. That's what she said. Oh, yes.
9: Mm-hmm. Is this
8: commie talk? It seems to be. A- am I wrong? Commie,
15: commie, it
9: It seems to be.
8: Now, I, it's very Marxist. I, it's extremely Marxist. It's extremely it's anti-american is what it is we're freedom we're capitalists you work hard you make what you want if you don't want to don't but don't expect me to give it to you now listen to this in preparation students are encouraged to read articles such as the case for interpersonal reparations just give it back by aaron goggins and you ready and it's so queer to give away money by dean spade a law professor at seattle university Okay, 953, that's a beaut, Clark, isn't that a beaut? I'll share that on my Facebook page as well. Maybe this will turn people, when you personally are hit up, when they're like, when you think, oh, yeah, rich people should give it away. Wait, give mine away? No way. Will that change them? We'll continue on KNST. (laughs) Five-star termite and pest control. Besides keeping these money-grubbing people away from you, you know you want to keep away from you? Cockroaches, scorpions, uh, earwigs, crickets, that kind of stuff. These spiders, are they getting into your home? Call five-star termite and pest control. 886 for 7 years. Five Stars come to my home every single month. They spray inside, they spray outside. Reason I love Five Stars is that it works, okay? I hate bugs, I hate spiders. I'll find some things in my house but they're dead because when they cross that barrier, see, they create a border inside and outside my home. Right? They create that border. When these bugs and things go over it, they die. Five Star knows the environment, they're local. They know it. the owner Shelby Hawkins is an expert on the environment here in Southern Arizona. So she knows what it takes. Plus, Five Star is the only people, the only group that I know that makes a fresh batch of killing juice every morning. These other places, they drive around in the truck, it sloshes around two, three weeks. The longer it sits there, the less effective it is. Fresh killing juice every day from Five Star. Call them today, 886-0045. Go to 5star-termite.com.